For those of you who come with curiosities, with questions, heed the warning, you should beware. For those of you who come in search of fright and scares, fear not, for there are plenty to share. Now as the feeling trickles down your spine, and your heart begins to race and your mind resigns, close your eyes, step forth, and embrace the chill, as the wind dies down and the air grows still. Now you find yourself at the gate, and you realize there's no escape. Once you've crossed the domain, you found yourself playing a creeper's game. Let yourself sink, the time is just right, for there's a lesson to learn in Ghoul's School tonight. Welcome to Ghoul's School Creepers. <laughs> Welcome And a spooky day to you, good sir. Spooky? Spooked up? Spooked over? Creeped over? Creepy? You done anything creepy lately? <laughs> I know I'm being recorded, RJ. Nice try! Next, next, time, year. next year next year oh next wait year. we're even doing this next week it's about damn time that's all i can say oh uh, you know rj sometimes as we're getting started i open up my browser and you know i, I click around arbitrarily you know right now i just popped over to the the old cbc news and there's this headline why aren't interest rates going down in canada and there's like the the head of the Bank of Canada, and he's got his hands like pressed together, like he's in prayer. Oh, maybe he is praying when, that interest rates keep going up. When will rates drop? When do you, he's you so, think they're... he's so he's so pensive? It's like I'm I'm powerless to stop it. Uh, it's that I think you should leave thing where he's in the hot dog suit, and he's like, "We're all trying to find the guy who did, who's responsible for this." I guess so. So relatable. Uh, ripped from the headlines. RJ. Yeah. Speaking of the ripped. headlines, mm-hmm. getting getting ripped. Uh, how's shoveling going? It's it's win. It's fucking. What's this? What's this winter shit? See, people are gonna be like, "Where do you guys live?" But it's like last time we did a ghoul school, it was twenty eight degrees, and currently, right now, let me have a peep here. Minus eleven. It is minus eleven now, and we <laughs> yeah. had like maybe not quite a foot of snow over two days, like. A lot of, I'm probably a foot, but like some of it melted out, I guess, during the day. But yeah, real horse shit, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. It's I don't like having to brush my car off, scrape off like a layer of wet rain that froze, and it's just ice all over the fucking place, and waiting for Absolute the car to warm shit. up a little. Yeah, exactly, Jordan. And um, uh-huh. yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm yeah, my fan. doors were fucking frozen the other day. <laughs> Your car doors. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were fro- like I couldn't open. I was like, oh, Jesus, it was I guess frozen. He, well, and that's when you say I can't can't go to work, or are you trying to leave work? No, I was trying to go to work, but I mean, oh. I can't, I can't uh, not show up to the hut. People are depending on me. Hey, you know what, though, the, the that's what managers are for. They'll have to step in and they'll have to make those pies, Roll load their up sleeves the, up, get the get the uh, the buffet ready. Buffet and then the, the free pour ice cream with the nerds, man, man, man. That was, that's living. 
Yeah. I can't believe yeah. you work at the dream zone. Hey, man, all dreams are uh, achievable if you uh, control your own narrative. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. That's, wow. Wow. I never thought about that way. You dream it, you can do it, Jared. You just wow. take control. Yeah. Take control of yeah. any situation. Well, I mean, that's what I've always said. I said that, you know, sometimes you have to become a monster, an, an absolute monster, just so you can control your, your narrative monster. Yeah, I know you've said that lots of times. It's been yeah. it's been well documented. Well documented. Um, well documented. So that's good. But yeah, it's absolute horseshit. I hate I hate the snow. <laughs> We've talked about this a lot. Well, why don't you leave Canada? I can't just move to San Diego, you guys. This is fucking where I live. You can't you can't go party with Sam Sanchez. No, I can't. As much as I'd like to, I told you like the Pizza Hut depends on me. I just can't leave. So, but I hate snow. And I knew it was coming early, and I didn't want to like jinx it, but it, you could just tell. I said this weeks isn't, ago. This isn't this isn't too early, really. This is no, about. But this is about when it's supposed to come. My uh, my gauge is last year. We went the entire month of October without I, any. I know. It was November first. I know. And it's putting a real damper on things because it doesn't feel spooky outside anymore. No, no, it just feels cold. <laughs> last week we had nice orange leaves. There's pumpkins everywhere. I have my bay, my pumpkin bag outside, and now it's covered in snow. You can't even tell how spooky my house is. <laughs> Absolute horse shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear ya. I, yeah, so I, I, I hate it. That. Well, but no, you can, no reason to leave your house now. Exactly. You know what you can do when you're inside your house because you don't want to go anywhere? Watch horror What's movies. That? Holy shit! Could you really? You can, and I think, and RJ. I mean, I, I'm I'm uh, quite impressed with your performance. You see this? You see this? No, I don't see anything. You see this? I see it now. What about this? Yeah, I mean, are you are you getting jacked while watching these uh, horror films? I'm jacking something. Damn. Jack all jack, like I'm lifting watching, my car. Watching all those uh, Leatherface films. I, I'm done. I'm done. You're done. I got, I got that last. I got stuck that last one in. Oh man! <laughs> so you did it. So because yeah, I I kind of forgot last year you did the the Hellraisers that you hadn't well, seen. Yeah, and like I wasn't going to do the franchise, but I had this new one in here because I remember last year. I think you were pretty positive on it. You're just like you know, it's worth watching. And I was like, hmm. Well, pretty high praise. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it maybe this week because you know what, folks, we're doing this again next week. We're going to double up on those ghouls, which is awesome because. We're gonna be just watching those, and we don't have to start watching Berlin Alexander plots for one more week while we're trying to do creeping. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, because that's too hard. That's too hard, and I would hate it. Um, but yeah, like last year, like near the end here, there's things that were in my list. It's like I know I'm not gonna watch that, so I just took it off. Uh, and then uh, I was kind of like, you know, I need something to watch. Like Aunt Andy's been really good. She's watched lots of this stuff with me. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I need something to watch after she goes to bed. Something really sleazy. So uh, I was like, maybe I'll watch all those chainsaw movies because I've seen a couple of them, but uh, mm -hmm. not not all of them. Okay. Well, you know what? We could just we could just front load the ghoul talk, and we can talk about uh, the the chainsaws. I mean, I don't have to. <clears throat> You that's should. a lot of movies. I don't want to take over the conversation. We have lots of shared Fine. movies to talk about as well. well, well we, let's we just, just get, let's get the chainsaws out of the way. Well, they're fresh in your mind. Okay. I'm, I, I want to hear about it. I want to hear all about okay. it. Because I, I watched one. Because it's, yes, it's the last one I'd never seen. But I have no, also not rewatched the first Platinum Dunes uh, chainsaw since like 
sometime after it came out on video. I'm going to say, I think that one's worth checking out. Yeah. For, uh, I, I have a reason Beale. for that. Sorry? For Jessica Biel, RJ? No, I'm not a you, weird you, pervert. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just... You perv hound. No, I think actually Weatherface uh, does some interesting things, but uh, let's not bury the lead here. So I might, um, I might watch original Chainsaw on Halloween because uh, I can't. And and two, yeah. no. A little, little little bit of Bill. Little no, bill. incoming I'm not, mail. I'm not, not gonna be watching that bad it, boy. Maybe you've grown into it, RJ. Maybe so you, maybe the, you've maybe you've like filled it. Here's the thing. I I didn't watch any of these movies uh, because I watched Texas Chainsaw <laughs> two like six or seven years ago. Like even, yeah, so. maybe even more than that. Yeah. Um. So I've been put off of this franchise for a long time. But uh, I was like, uh, I was like, I should check it out. Like, there's a new one that I've heard is not bad, and I was like, um, I've always heard that three and four, there's like some charm to them. So I was like, oh, I'll check them out. Sure. So uh, I started with uh, Texas Chainsaw Three, which uh, has one of the uh, for me, like, oh my god, I'm so scared, little kid reactions to that poster to this day. I still go. It's a good poster. It's awesome, but it it, it fucking freaked me out as a kid yeah. because I remember because when it would have come out, this was at a video store where Joey's only is right now. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. it was called Make a Movie, yeah. and I remember in that store when that movie came out on video, it had, it had this gigantic banner. What seemed like a gigantic banner as a kid of four three, and I was like, what is that? What is that like, thing? Because it's just. It's, it's, so that's not the Smurfs. <laughs> that ain't no Smurfs. That ain't yeah. Spider Man tapes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So it was like, yeah, that perfect, like, kind of that or a magenta and purple, blue, teal. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's a it's a good poster. And uh, so this one, this one breaks the, the title a little bit. It's Leatherface, semicolon, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. But the poster is cool, and uh, this one is um, a guy and gal, and a girl is, I can't remember her name, I can't remember any of their names, but she's driving across Texas, to Cal- or from California across Texas or something, because she's got to um, uh, take this car to her dad, and she's, like, moving to England or something. Like, that's, like, the setup to this, is she's got to drive the car to drop it off somewhere, and then she's catching on a plane and leaving, and she's with her, like, boyfriend, but her boyfriend's like, well, you're leaving anyways. Um, so he's kind of like pouty and, uh, they stop at a gas station and they get stopped by police at one point. Uh, they meet Vigo Mortensen, uh, at a gas station. His name's Tex. Uh, and he's, uh, he's a good dude cause the gas station attendant is peeping on the lady and Vigo Mortensen beats him up. But, uh, then, uh, stuff kind of happens and they have to kind of drive away real quick. Um, and then they hear on the radio that they've, uh, uncovered a grave site, uh, which they believe is the uh the chainsaw massacre like leatherface uh grave site um and there's like liquefied bodies in there and stuff so you got dudes in hazmat suits pulling out bodies they're like there must be 30 bodies in here uh so they're just like pulling out bodies and then um the two people get directions somewhere and they go down this road and then uh i think their cars tires pop or something like that and they're stranded uh and then that's where our uh our family comes in who are called the Hewitts at this point. Mm, okay. But so- something strange happens in about four movies where they're not the Hewitts anymore. And I don't know why they decided to change that. 
and I looked I looked it up because I was like I'm not just meant or I was like I'm not just like making things up am I I was like they were called the Hewitts and for a couple of these movies Leatherface is Tommy he's Tommy Hewitt and I think in this one he is he's either Junior or Tommy he might become Tommy in the next one so a couple of these movies Leatherface is called Junior in a couple of these movies he is Tommy are they Hewitt. the Sawyers and then it becomes the Sawyers later. in this in this in this Sawyer. one they're the Sawyers yeah. In the next one, they're the Hewitts. In four? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, okay, so I guess sometimes they're the Sawyers. In all these new, new ones I've been watching, yeah, they use so. Sawyer. Yeah. But in a couple of these older ones, like in number four, and I think number five, they're the Hewitts. I want to say that, well, so they're the, they're Sawyers in the original. Okay. And then in two, so in I'm, these I'm, one, so it's just these middle ones that they became the Hewitts for a little bit. Well, there's the new, the next generation, yeah. So like, yeah, first three movies, they're all Sawyers, and come uh, the new beginning, the new, the new beginning uh, yeah. that is where you start getting. Do you even get a last name on these guys? They don't even have last names. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's Hewitt. It's Hewitt. Well, according if you to it, it shows it. Wow, I mean, I'm on letter. I'm on Letterboxd, and uh, it doesn't say on four. It doesn't say Hewitt at all. It just says character, like the character's name, like Jenny's stepfather. And there's like no real last name at all. If you go to IMDb, yeah, I believe you. Continue. Okay. Then <laughs> this. Is, anyways, this, this, is, this doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But it was something that I was talking about. So, anyways, these people uh, run into the family, and it's a uh, it's Leatherface. It's mama. Grandpa's still kicking somehow. Uh, it's a little baby girl. And, um, oh, before that happens. So their car is, like, broken down. And then uh, Ken Forey comes. You remember him? From one yeah. of the Living Dead movies? Dawn. Dawn. Dawn, yes. So he comes, and he's trying to help them out. And they're like, they're like, we heard weird noises. And, there's, and like, he sees them when their, like, cars flipped over. And they're like, there was a man here with a... It's like a chainsaw or something, and Ken Ford is like, what are you guys talking about? He's like, you guys are delirious. Uh, but then Leatherface comes, and then they're all kind of on the run. So Ken Forey, he's kind of a, he, he stands his ground kind of a thing. He's, you know kind of, he's a truck driver, right? Yeah, he's the truck yeah. driver. Not like a semi-truck, but he's just driving a really big truck kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so he stands his ground, and he fights a little bit, and then you don't see him for a while, and you're like, oh, I wonder what happened to him. <laughs> uh, but then... Uh, Girl, girlfriend and boyfriend get taken back to the family house. And uh, that's where you see that Vigo Mortensen, Tex. He is actually part of the family. Um, and then there's another guy named Tech, and he's got a really big earring and then a hook hand. Uh, and then Leatherface uh, is there too. So uh, they, uh, they like nail the girl down to the chair, which I was like, ooh, I was like, I was like, for 1990, that's probably pretty saucy. So they put big spikes in her hands and they duct tape her up and then uh, they um they kind of like hog tie up the boyfriend kind of but like so he's he's like hanging from his feet upside down over in the kitchen and uh, I kind of liked it they have like a device to kill him where it's like it's just a huge sledgehammer on a rope and when you pull the string the sledgehammer sli- slams down and like blows their head off and I was just like oh that's kind of neat but uh, he's there he's he's on these like they put hooks through his feet. And he's hanging, and they're like draining his blood, and they're giving the old grandpa guy like uh, little little drinks of the blood and stuff like that. And then little in this snippies. one, yeah, little snippies. Uh, and then this one, the mud, like the mother, uh, is really sweet. She's got one of those voice talkers, and she's like, 
I think this one, Leatherface, is maybe Junior. Uh, I can't remember, but they're like, go do your story or do your do your teachings. And he's got like a little press and talk thing. It's like bunny, rabbit, bunny, rabbit. And he gets really frustrated. He's like, so he's he's trying to learn, Jarrett. He's trying to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, And they get him a really they get him like a monochrome or like a chromed up like a um, personalized chainsaw. It says it's like family is everything or something like that, like etched into the chainsaw. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Um, but so they kill the boyfriend and then, uh, they're, they're just talking about what they're going to do to this girl. And then Ken Forey comes back and he's just like, not on my watch. He's like, son of a bitch. Mm. And he's got an assault rifle where he got earlier. And he's just like, fuck you. And he just starts, uh, uh, he starts shooting the house. He kills grandpa. That guy turns to dust. Uh, he kills mom. She gets shot up real bad. Uh, he doesn't get the little girl but um get some other people uh and then what else happens so it's the i think he gets tech uh the uh one of the sons but not vigo mortensen and then they're trying and not leatherface so they're trying to run away and uh ken foray and vigo mortensen have a heavy metal fight so heavy metal plays just have like a fist fight by a truck uh and then you get a full body burn Jarrett, which is always cool uh always. so the truck gas tank explodes and uh one of them gets uh, Vigo gets set on fire. Uh, girl, girlfriend runs into the woods. She's got to kind of have a fight with Leatherface at some point. Uh, I can't remember how she gets him in this one, but she gets him. And so she's running away. And then Ken Foray pu- pulls up in the truck. He's like, get in, baby girl. And then uh, the gas station guy who's peeping on her, he's in the box of the truck. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. and uh, he knocks out Ken Foray. And then uh, she's got to uh, kill him. Mm-hmm. So she blasts him. And then uh, she gets in the driver's side, pushes Ken Foray over, and then they drive off into the sunset. And you go, man, that's dun, cool. Dun, 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 dun. So uh, I think I think three is actually it's not bad. It's um, it's not watched, super good, well, but it's I watched not bad. This, I watched this ten years ago. I don't remember too much of it, but I, I don't think I remember liking it all that much. But I want to say that probably my uh, my standards of horror might have uh uh shifted a little bit maybe maybe i bet you would get a little bit more out of this now yeah i think i think i was like watching some stuff and looking for certain elements i guess certain aesthetics certain um entertainment and this movie didn't have it but now uh that i've watched every piece of shit in the world that it feels like at times uh and there's always more I mean, yes. Maybe I'd appreciate going back uh, at some point uh, to see this one. Yeah, I bet three and four would be different for you now. Like, uh, like there's some uh, gnarly stuff. I like, I just watched four down. like I just watched four like a year or two ago, and I oh, did so not, big I, fan? No, <laughs> not at all. Okay, four four is pretty wild, but uh, so in three, the other thing like they nail her hands down, and then she rips them off, and it's just like, yeah, there's some gnarly stuff in here. I don't know, it's not great, but uh, yeah. it's better than some of the other stuff I've watched this month sure so that's saying something uh and then we get the return of the texas chainsaw massacre and uh this one is kind of like no, a no new one, family no, nobody calls it that that's uh, oh it's also called the next generation yeah that's that's the that, that's the canadian title origin for sure oh uh, well that's what letterboxd has it on, as and then the poster says next gen False. yeah yeah 
Uh, what was I going to say? Um, so this is oh, the last name I'm seeing on IMDb is not Sawyer, nor is it Hewitt. It's Slaughter. Fuck. Well, yeah. where did I see the Hewitt? I swear. Well, it, it is in de- 100% in beginning. So it's it's the Michael Bay verse. The Michael Bay verse is the Hewitts. Yeah. Why would they yeah. change it then? I don't know. Just to make it different, I guess. Okay. Um, so anyways, in the return, you get a new family because uh, Ken Foray killed all of them. But Leatherface is still there. So Leatherface is there, and you get a new family. And uh, this one starts off with, um, like, a high school prom. And uh, you get, like, Renee Zellweger uh, and two other boys, or two boys, another girl. And they're, like, on a limo to prom. But um, the one one girl's boyfriend is making out with someone else, so she tries to leave. And then uh, the boyfriend's like, oh, you can't leave. He's like, listen, baby. He's like, you weren't giving giving me anything. He's like, and if if I don't release it, Men can get really sick from that. And she's like, yeah, I guess you're true. Or she's like, yeah, sorry, that is my fault. And Renee Zellweger's like, he's just making that up to make you feel bad. And the guy's like, yeah, I was making it up to make you feel bad, but you fell for it. He's like, that's your fault, too. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> one of those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, they uh, they leave the prom because they're all mad. And then uh, they're, they get a flat tire out in the woods. And that's where uh, the family is now. And uh, they get picked up pretty immediately in this one. Uh, so McConaughey is like a tow truck driver and he comes to uh, pick up the car. Um, one of the guys stays with the car. Then the two girls and the other guy go walk to see if there's a phone somewhere. McConaughey right away kills the guy, uh, as he's picking up the car for like, and there's no even build to it. He's just kind of like, he's like, and he like kills him. Um, or he's like, uh, he's like, this guy's sick, man. He's knocked out, and he's like, no, this guy's dead. And then McConaughey breaks his neck, and he's like, <laughs> uh, So he's just bad from the start. Um, and then the the two girls uh, who, uh, the two girls and the boy who walk off, they, they go to the Sawyer house, and they're knocking on the door. They're like, we need help. Uh, there's, like, a new brother. He's just kind of like a hick guy. I can't remember what his deal was, but he's like, He's like, get off of our property. But, you know, I've noticed in a lot of these movies, the teenagers do a lot of breaking and entering. So a lot of the time it's their fault that they get massacred. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, especially in the Michael Bay one, it's like they go into the guy's house. He's like, don't go in there. And then they open the door and they see Leatherface and they get killed. And then and then he chases them. But it's like they break and enter into their into the Sawyer house like all the time. So it's very strange. But that's what happens in this one, too. So they just go into the, this, these people's houses. They're like, maybe there's a phone in there. And uh, the one guy's like, don't go in there. And then Leatherface gets one of them. Uh, he grabs the girl, puts her in a freezer or, or something like that, um, puts something on top of it. And uh, what's the rest of this one about? It's it's basically Renee Zellweger on the run. But um, so Leatherface and, gets and all it's the a, other- And it's the matriarch. The matriarch? Okay. The woman that's like, isn't she like the... Yeah, so she's not in that house. So like Renee Zellweger's in there for a bit and she gets away and she runs to like a... And she sees a trailer and there's like a businesswoman in the trailer. No. And uh, she's like, come on in, honey. She's like, I'll help you out. Um, and uh, the businesswoman calls someone. And then uh, actually the the brother, it's like um that one guy from... Uh, fuck, what's his name? Doesn't matter. Uh, anyways... Uh, maybe it's Robert Jacks. I don't know. Doesn't matter. So uh, the girl he, Renee Zellberger is at that girl, and then she calls, and the brother gets her. So he gets her with the cattle prod, throws her in the trunk of a car, 
And then uh, the lady is like, I'm going to go pick up pizzas and then I'll bring them home. So she goes and picks up pizzas. And you're just like, I thought these guys ate people. I guess not in this one. So in this one, they eat pizza. Uh, so they tie Renee Zellweger up and then Matthew McConaughey comes in and you find out that he is in charge. His name is Vilmer. And mm-hmm. that lady is like, she just does whatever he does. He's got like a mechanical, like, it's kind of like I, I put steampunk leg. It's got like tubes and like gears. And it's like, and he controls it with t- uh, TV remotes. So he's got like this mechanical leg. Uh-huh. And then what you find out, like Renee Zellweger is just trying to escape. But uh, what you find out is uh, Matthew McConaughey's like talking about how he's a, uh, like a U.S. operative. And these guys were part of like the Kennedy assassination and stuff like that. And they're like, um, they're like sleeper agents that get activated by the government when they need to. And that's why they're so crazy. And you're just like, oh, okay. Uh, and then like a, a rich business guy comes and R- Renee Zellweger is like, oh, thank God you can save me. And it's like, lady, do you have any idea of like, did you ever wonder why this guy's out there? And then he's automatically weird and creepy. And you're just like, yeah, he's part of the family too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, yeah, some really bizarre stuff. Like, so we got a steampunk leg uh the conspiracy theorist stuff um uh, i think this one has the worst leather face mask it's absolutely really really bad uh one character gets taken up in an airplane and you there's like there's no setup to that like you don't know it's not like one of the good characters in an airplane an airplane's just passing sees like two guys chasing renee zellweger and the airplane just comes down and takes out one of them and you're just like what uh but there's a scene in this movie which is like it's so um I don't know how to describe it. It's like you're watching it and it's so bizarre. You're just like, this is this is really special. Like, uh, so the Renee Zellweger gets out of the trunk or, or one of the girls gets drunk and she's like on the ground. She's like, help me, please. And the lady, the businesswoman, the matriarch is like, yeah, OK, I'll help you. And she walks over and gets a stick and then she comes over and she goes. Eh. Eh. And she's just like really, really like lazily kind of hits the girl. And the girl's like, stop it please and she's just kind of like really really softly hitting her and the girl goes stop it and the business lady's like yeah okay and she just stops hitting her with the stick it's it's really bizarre jared i've this, never seen this, this this sounds like real one and a half star action to me it's contrary no, this to this three star three... stuff <laughs> no it sounds terrible this, this is three star stuff no um no yeah yeah, it's no. it's beyond bizarre. Uh, this one too. I I, I made an observation. Um, in this one, Leatherface only wears women's clothes and women's faces. Yeah. And I was like, interesting development for him because sometimes it's like whatever he can get, but in this one, it's just uh, it's just the women's stuff. And I was like, well, because well, you, you've something? seen the you've seen the poster, right? They try because yeah. like, he made it look like lipstick, and then they're mm-hmm. like trying to be like, oh. Uh, yeah, are they trying to say that like Leatherface is into drag? Well, this is oh, think? this this was the thing with Ed Gein, right? Was that he was killing women and uh, or digging up uh, women's bodies? There's a little bit more uh, truth to the material of uh, old Ed. Whereas, yeah. yeah. Whereas the classic classic Leatherface is just like whatever he's got. But there's also like weird faces and lipstick, and he gets dressed up, and he's like kind of like the, the he played the role of the mother in the original and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, and then of course in the Michael Bay, we don't want any of that confusion. So. No. You literally see him put on a dude's face. <laughs> uh, which I actually in the Michael Bay one, yeah, he's he's way more of a juggernaut, like which I have comments about too. But um, yeah, yeah, like uh, 
Texas Chainsaw Four. I think it's it's pretty wild. I I don't I didn't mind watching it. It's not. I, I like, cannot. Real good. I can't. I can't abide this world where you rate this higher than TCM two. That's that's nonsense. That's nonsense yeah, but I don't like. TCM2. Well, you need to. You, now and you need to go, now, and, and now you need to go back. Now you need to go back. To it. <sighs> it's not available on anything. Sorry, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I have my doubts. It's not on stream. Uh huh. Yeah, it's not on stream in any way. Don't look it up. Don't even bother looking it up. It's not yeah, on stream. Texas chain. It's not on there. I'm telling you. Two. Not on there. I'm telling you. Uh, it is on. Well, it's on something called MGM, which you can get through Amazon Prime. I'm not doing that. No, I don't. I don't blame you. I'm not doing that. I don't even think that movie's that great either myself. But I know it's better than fucking four. Without without Maybe a you doubt. Maybe you gotta rewatch four. No. Two years ago, it's not. It won't improve that much. So tell me about Platinum Dunes. I was gonna say, do you want me to keep going? Do you want to talk a when, little I, bit? I think like... this this movie made like eighty million dollars. Oh, uh, I remember in, this movie in, in the box massive. office. It was well because because it kind of kicked off the the revitalization the, well, of horror of like splat pack because it kind of broke from the um, I don't know you call it like that post scream smarmy teenagers. Uh, mm -hmm. And who done it slashers to like we're gonna show you the real shit now. Yeah. <laughs> you won't believe what can happen to the human body with a sledgehammer to it. Well, so yeah, I mean that is what they did. They did this and Platinum Dunes did uh the Friday the thirteenth one too. After. Right? Yeah, but it yeah. started this this was the kickoff of it. Very similar like modes of travel for the uh the uh, big baddies in this. Like they are ninjas. They are incredibly fast. They are super stealthy, and they just fucking pop up anywhere, anywhere, Jared. They're monsters. Yeah. Um, okay, so like, I I think this movie is actually not bad, and the reason for that is uh, I watched it uh, on video in two thousand three when or like whenever it was released when I was like thirteen or something, and this movie starts with like um, police footage. It's like this is where we found this, and this is where we found that, and uh, I was like thirteen. I was like, holy shit, is this a true story? <laughs> <laughs> and so i always thought it was and i was like oh my god and like i knew like th with the jessica beale stuff i was like okay is it i was like this is obviously you know fiction but i was like but is is this based on a true story and uh it just scared the shit out of me um but anyways this movie i don't think is bad uh so it's a van of teens travel uh traveling through texas it's the 70s they pick up a hitchhiker she kills herself in the van they try to find the sheriff. They are, they're traveling around everywhere to find uh, um, who turns out to be our sheriff, R. Lee Emery. Uh, yeah. And he's kind of a major antagonist for a while. Um, <clears throat> so they're trying to find him. And uh, basically what happens is they, they make their way to the Hewitt farm where Thomas Hewitt lives. And that is Leatherface. Yep. This movie also has that guy that I just absolutely hate, that Eric Balfour guy. Uh, like he's Jessica Biel's boyfriend in this. I don't know what it is. Like I'm sure he's a nice guy, but when I look at him, I'm like, this guy sucks. I don't know. I don't know why. He's just weird. Uh, so anyways, this one really leans into like um the abattoir. So uh, there's the kind of big climaxes in the slaughterhouse, but uh, the kids make their way to the farm. There's like a, an old invalid guy with no legs, and uh, Jessica Biel's like, can I use your phone? And he's like, you can use my phone, but don't go in my house. So she uses the phone, and while she's doing that, her boyfriend just goes into the house and starts walking around looking in rooms, and uh, one of the doors opens really quick, and it's Leatherface, and then Sledgehammer. 
blowing up bodies. And see, that's what I mean. They, these kids kind of like, they kind of bring it on themselves because they're just like going in through people's houses where they don't belong. So anyways, uh, after that boyfriend's, so he's gone right away. And then it's kind of like, oh, we, all the other kids are like, we got to find them. And then like pretty immediately, Leatherface is just there kind of chasing them around. Um, but he's incredibly fast in this. Like, I think, I think the inspiration for this was the juggernaut because he's just super big. He's fast and he just blows through walls and stuff like that. And like, he's got like a limp, but like he can like, he, he catches up to Jessica Biel. Like she's just running and like, I, I don't know if she's like an athlete or something, but she's, she's like a 25 year old girl. I feel like she could probably run like decently fast. Uh, and Leatherface is like, I don't know, like a 50 year old man with a limp and he's overweight and he's got a chainsaw, but he catches up to her somehow. So, well, it's kind of like a hippo- hippopotamus and like how it's, it's misleading because it's all muscle oh, underneath. They are pretty fast too. Yes. Yeah. So in this one, Leatherface, uh, he does a lot of sewing. He's very good at that. Uh, he has no nose in this one. Um, but uh, the one thing I actually found, uh, I actually was like, I think that's kind of effective is uh they're like his leatherface's intro to jessica beale he's like she sees him from the back and he's like chainsawing one of the other girls and then he turns around and he's wearing uh her boyfriend's face like so he just took it off immediately and slapped it on and i was like oh <laughs> i was like I, it's still kind of warm yeah i kind of liked it actually i was like that's i was like that is pretty good that is pretty good um and then like uh she goes to the slaughterhouse she actually cuts off his arm and stuff like that and uh she then like leaves and she sees the family with a baby and she like throughout the movie it was like that girl who they picked up in the start and she kind of realized it's like hey they stole that that baby so jessica beale steals the baby back and then that's Mm -hmm. how the movie ends is she's just driving away with this baby and you're like oh i guess that's that hey that's that yeah i don't know i mean i don't i don't mind this one actually but it's just because i watched it when i was uh like a a young teenager and i was just like man this is spooky <laughs> you know okay yeah i i, I never bought this thing because i think when it came out uh this was new line cinema's platinum series and it was like way more than like at least like on sale it would have been like 30 bucks and it's just oh, like yeah. no way i'm not paying that and then it was like a full re- price. It was like forty bucks, and I was like, "No way! That movie's not that good." And mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since that one viewing in like two thousand three. Uh, maybe the year like after when it came, came out. I never saw it in theater. I would have seen oh, it after it came out on it. disc. No, I would have uh, actually. I might have rented it. Yeah. Out of the two Platinum Dunes, like I actually think the first one is decent. Like wow. I didn't, I didn't mind watching it. Yeah. The second one's okay at times, but the second one yeah. also has some things where you're just like, ugh, you're like enough. Well, this is when it starts really getting to the, yeah, because so you had like the, the family, the the torture porn era yeah. of horror uh, that we get to suffer through. But some of it's okay, some of it's okay. But I mean, these the posters tell the story. <laughs> just like kind of weird gold desaturated brown poster that i'm sure you could look at your posters right now and go hey wait a minute these are all marketed like the exact same way mm-hmm. uh but the text change somewhere went with the black and red always a, a good move yep yeah yes the beginning which i watched uh just yesterday Ooh, so, we could so be fresh to, for you we have fresh enough a lot of hard r's in this one baby it looks so cheap 
Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be a period piece. It's like, it could be at any time. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're, we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk about the draft and draft dodging. Well, and that guy's burning his draft card in the van. It's like, did you not know? think anyone would the, notice? The Jeep, you're like, the Jeep. Or in the Jeep. It's like, you're just lighting something on fire with two what are you doing? in the same vehicle. He's you're like, going to burn oh. your draft card? Oh, Baby. yeah. So, Ar- Arlie Emery, I think he's okay in these movies this one they gave him a lot to a hey, lot to do before we go in before we even talk about this this movie opens up with this lady who works at the uh the abattoir that at the meat plant yeah. and uh of course apparently because she's an overweight woman she didn't realize she was pregnant and mm-hmm. she keels over and dies and then the baby comes slithering out and what does the meat packing plant manager do well, he just oh tosses he tosses God. that baby into the like rotten meat bin, and then um, this woman comes along looking for scraps because she's poor. So you know, yeah. uh, was it 1939? And uh, yeah. she she finds that baby alive in the, mm-hmm. in the, amongst the tripe, and uh, she's like, "I'm gonna take this baby home." And it's got a sure cliff. Does. It's got a cliff lip, and it's gonna grow up to be a Leatherface. And I was laughing because of just like how fucking mean and like ridiculous this opening was. Because it's like, oh shit. Like, I, I had high hopes at this point. And then it was all dashed from this point on because it never yeah. goes like kind of ridiculously nasty like this movie opened up with. Where we're like, what? This feels like some shot on video piece of crap that I'd watch. That, but with a budget, this is going to be like, what? why is no one talking about this? And then you watch the movie and you go, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like uh it um it's got a, a couple things in it i was like oh that's okay that's okay but it is all about the draft and it's all about the family um and like the stolen identities of these people i guess but yeah. i like at one point arlie Ar- arlie emery puts on two hats like he has a hat on and then he puts on the sheriff hat and it's like a, it's like an actual like character like um moment for him and he's like feeling the power of the sheriff hat and he's like stepping into it and i was just like strange <laughs> i was like what a weird thing to have happen in this yeah you that you really are hung up on that i i didn't i wouldn't have thought anything of it uh yeah i know but you know i have autism so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and this is this has got beecher from oz um yep. but he he gets yeah, but i've never seen that he, he gets uh sawed in half does he no. Is he one of the brothers? No, he's like the biker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. they're like, yeah, there's the bike. That's Ari Emery. Ari Emery's like defense of the whole thing, too. He's like, without uh, without the the butch implant in here, bikers and hippies are going to get here. And then that's immediately what happens. There's a biking well, gang kind and like of. a hippie gang. Those... That's what he says, though. He's like, bikers are, and hippies. Are they hippies? They're just like... I don't no, know. they're just people t- passing t- through. They're, they're 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 like just teenagers, and then some bikers. But and he it's... thinks they're hippies because they're draft dodgers. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. In in his character perspective, yeah, they're, and we... they're, they're hippies. And yeah, we get some people just getting beat up for like thirty minutes straight, getting mm-hmm. lots of fake outs of them getting away. But you're like, but so the thing I found really frustrating. So this is like a prequel, right? Yes. Is you know nothing's going to happen to the family. Like the family, like they can't win. Like the the characters yeah. in the story are not going to make it, and so you're just like, well, I'm pretty checked out on this. And these characters don't really have anything compelling going on about them. Where I'm like, 
I really am like dreading bad things happening. It's just like, oh, yeah, they're they're yeah. not really given a lot to do, and then they run away, and then there's accidents, and you're like, well, it all gets <laughs> like cheap. But at one point, Leatherface chainsaws a woman through the back seat at the very end of the movie, and mm-hmm. then he just gets out, and they're like, ah, yeah, he's like hiding in the back. Yeah. Which I don't like, and see, that's why I kind of like the first of the Platinum Dunes, is like, he's never hiding, he's never, like, trying to be stealthy, he's just a monster who, like, blows through walls, and, like, his whole thing is just like, I'm gonna get you. He's like, hi, go wherever you want, I'm gonna get you. And then in this one, he's, like, hiding around, and, like, why are people on stuff. People are so mean to him, too. People are mean to him. Yeah. Just, they should stop that. Yeah. Yeah. You could do stop it. Okay, well... That's why this I watch his I movies. Have... That's why I watch the movies to support yeah. old Leatherface. I know this is the one I have the least notes on because um, uh, I I think I, I remember it the, the the least, and I watched it like two days ago. R. Lee Emery is uh, yeah. I don't know. He doesn't have a lot to do. He just like plays one He's note, and it's like this weird what? distorted version of his uh, sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. Mm. making the one guy do push-ups and it's like eh. yeah i mean i didn't mind him in the other one um, he's not in it very much in the or uh, he's in it a bit in the other one but he's not like the main baddie in the other one i feel like this one he yeah. is yeah the whole movie is just uh people stumble upon run afoul of the 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 hewitt family and Hewitt's. uh and that's it and then they all die the end mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get Texas Chainsaw 3D. 3D. Which, uh, did you see my review of this film? Assacre. I did not like this. This is the did worst you see, one, did, did, did you see my review? I did not, actually. Leatherface, more like Babyface, because we yeah. get, we get, we get fucking get Leatherface turning Babyface. It's a heel turn, but it's a Babyface turn. He's like yeah. the, he's like a good guy in this. He is. He's he's supposed to be the good guy in this one. Yeah. And so this this is a Chud movie, Jarrett. And this is like this is kind of a remake of Hell Knight. I, I realized when I was watching this. Do you remember oh. when I was talking about Hell Knight? Where it's people these these kids go into a mansion, they think that there's nobody there. Deep in the mansion there is a oh. Chud just at bay waiting to be released mm-hmm. and then chases them around the ground. It's kind of like Hell Knight. But yeah, he is like, his mask is, um, it's not grotesque at all in this one. Uh, but there's like some weird stuff. Like At one point, uh, I'm pretty sure it's this one, yeah. So he cuts off some, like a new person's face. Mm-hmm. And instead of making a mask out of it, he then has his old face mask and he starts sewing it into his actual face. And I was like, what a weird thing for him to do. Like he puts the needle through through and then out of his mouth and then through. So he's like, He's permanently sewing his old face on, but it's like, but why did you just cut off that guy's new face if you weren't going to use it for a new mask? Do you know what I mean, Jarrett? <laughs> Not really. Any, anyways, this one, this one opens up with like an eight-minute recap of the original movie. And you know that's always that's always you know good. that's that's always a good thing when uh, the uh, the that's first all the minutes... out of the Charles Band playbook. <laughs> Yes, it is. This is uh, very frequent in the Puppet Master series, so um, you know it's a good one when the uh, first ten minutes is just the first movie uh, in shown in clips, and you go, "Incredible!" Yeah, it's awesome. Incredible. 
Uh, and then basically what you have is a flashback of like a mob burning down the house. Uh, and then you find out that like there was a baby in there that didn't die. So a family takes him or takes the baby. Baby grows up and then finds out that uh, uh, she inherited a house. And the baby is Andra. Do you know Alexandra the Dario? Nope. She's a very famous internet person. Oh. Because um, she is pretty. Oh, is that, is that what she's... Is that it? Well, she's an actress, and she's in lots of good stuff. She's a good actress, too, but uh, uh, a lot of people talk about her striking eyes. No. Some people say my eyes are like that. Just like... Striking. Blue eyes. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, they're trying to tell us that she's Ugh. from this... Yeah, her eyes are her eyes are weird. They're striking. <laughs> like, right? ah! Yeah, I just I just yeah. clicked on a, an image thing and it was like, oh. Yeah. So they're uh yeah, this movie is trying to tell you that she her and my Well, it's in the intro, so I don't think it's uh it's a spoiler, but they're cousins. Uh and uh you really get the play of that later. So she inherits this house, she takes her boyfriend and uh another couple down because they're it's like i inherited this house down here oh it's a mansion dog and the realtor's like uh he's bob bigelow and deuce bigelow he's deuce bigelow's dad he's like hey make sure you you read that letter uh before you go in there it's really important you read that letter <laughs> and uh they're like yeah yeah we're fine and they picked up a hitchhiker on the way and the guy's like he's like this place is cool uh and then the realtor gives her, her a set of keys and one of them is the most comically like hilariously huge key yeah. it's it's like uh 12 inches long it's <laughs> unbelievable and it's on it's on like a normal keychain with other keys but there's just one of them that is like this big and you're just like wait a minute did no did no one think that was goofy but anyways they pick up a hitchhiker they go unlock the house and they're like wow what an incredible mansion and then uh the two couples are like we're gonna go buy groceries what about you hitchhiker man that we met five hours ago and he's I'm like you know what silverware yeah, he's like, I'm gonna. He's like, I'm gonna pay my due. Unpack your guys' bags. I'm gonna clean up the house. And as soon as they leave, he's like, Stoic! and he starts stealing <laughs> the, like the, the the silverware, like the plates and forks and stuff. And you're like, what a what a weird burglar move. He doesn't even look around for anything better. He just immediately goes to the silver. Um, but he takes up those big keys. He goes down, and there's a door, a giant door that this giant big key goes into. And he opens it up, and he unleashes the chud. Uh, Leatherface, who's living down here. Uh, kids come back. Kids have no idea. They realize they were robbed, but they're like, let's have a party anyways. So they're like running around, and uh, uh, Leatherface starts killing them. Alexandra Daddario gets away. She goes to like a fair, and you get Leatherface uh, in a public setting at a carnival. Oh, yeah. Um, Probably. Yeah. It doesn't play out too much, and the 3D nope. in this is kind of horseshit, to be honest. Yeah, probably. And I also thought, I also thought Leatherface does like a real chump move in this, and then in the new Texas Chainsaw, I was like, that's how you do it. In this movie, at one point, um, Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son, points yeah. a gun at Leatherface, and Leatherface throws his chainsaw <laughs> at him, and then when Scott Eastwood like cowers and looks, Leatherface is just gone, and I was like, hmm, I was like that's kind of a chump move. Leatherface, <laughs> Michael Bay's Leatherface would never do that, a move like that. Uh, but in the new one, he throws it. But he, he, he plays the he, he's he's playing the long game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I actually, uh, I'll talk about that eventually. But um, yeah. So like, Alexandra Daddario goes to the police, and then she sees the flashbacks, and she's like, "Oh, the the mayor of the town is the guy who formed the lynch mob that burned down the house and killed my whole family." 
and I'm related to Leatherface. Whoa. Uh, but the cop is like, I know you're part of that bad family. We're going to kill you. And they take her out to a place. Leatherface is there. Leatherface sees her scar, and he's like, your family. And he's like, we got to stick together, baby. He's wearing, like, a real, like, old 1920s tie where it's, like, really short but super fat, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so it's like the the mob old mob people versus Leatherface and uh, Alexandra Daddario has like one of the most embarrassing lines in any movie I've seen all month. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Oh no! Be- uh, because I was watching this and like Leatherface is tied up and Alexandra Daddario is like, "Do I help the serial killing maniac or do I run for my life?" And she throws him the chainsaw and what does she say, Jared? Do your thing, cuz. I it's so like embarrassing. <laughs> I thought so at least. So it's, 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 you know, Evil Dead Rise. Um, wish I could talk about, or you're, I mean, you're gonna watch it, but it's it's I got will, some. But you can talk about it. Well, it's got a uh, character go. What is it? Uh, come get some. I'm sure there's some of that. And you're like, oh, it's just like Ash. And then I said, fuck you. Mm-hmm. This this at least isn't referencing anything else. This is pure text. Like, this isn't a reference to anything. Oh, I'm, it's, I'm... it's beautiful, really. Yeah. And I did like... see so I I did see somebody uh in their review that has seven hundred and eighty-nine likes. Do your thing, cuz kill me. Is, I know it's this is from really a, someone named Larry, and I go, come on, Larry, learn how to have fun. Yes, yes, but also don't put it in your review because that's the that's like the climax of this whole movie. It's the denouement. Denouement. And then here's a spoiler, but what happens is Alexandra Daddario is like, you know what? I'll take care of you, Leatherface. Yeah, and she reads the mom's note, like her long lost mom, and she's like, he's kind of a, he's kind of um a troubled boy but if you just leave him alone in the basement bring him food once in a while he'll be okay and then that's how the movie ends and she's just like this is like end- bringing him food i can't remember if this is the one that ends with uh, uh a bad guy going into like the meat grinder is that the next one or is yeah, it no one? it's this one it's this one yeah like come on his body gets like eviscerated in the meat yeah grinder, the meat grinder. yeah, yeah it's got like it's this great uh climax uh involving the meat grinder and people falling in you're like yeah i want that guy to go in there go get him leatherface that and that's the do your thing because that's the scene <laughs> shit yeah because leatherface is getting pulled into the meat grinder and then uh, she throws him the chainsaw. He cuts his chains, and then he he backs up the the bad dude into the meat grinder, and his body does get eviscerated. Yeah, it's wicked. Yep. Well, I don't yeah, get it. Then... I, I don't see the problem here. I don't see why this is a one star movie. It's not good, Jared. No, since this one's this one's better. This one is definitely better. Uh, prob- uh probably about the same, but definitely better than. F- well, yeah. Wait, sorry. Four. I'm getting confused because beginning is six. six. This is seven. <laughs> yeah, this is. Seven. Uh, oh, yeah. This is definitely better. This is definitely better than uh, four. Okay. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say that for sure. Maybe it's a one and a half. I, I think. Yeah, I'll accept that. <laughs> yeah, we can. We can we remedy can this situation. And, we, we can go one and a half. <laughs> Beautiful. Squeeze, squeeze that half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I watched which is which is half a three. It's half of three. That's half of three. Um, do you want me to keep going? Yeah. <laughs> talk about... Okay. Tell, me about, tell me about Young Adventures of Leatherface. Oh, my God. 
Okay, so Steven <laughs> Dorff is doing a Sean Penn impression in this, and it is like, it's so bizarre. So this movie opens up, there's like, it shows the family, and they kind of, it's Lily Taylor or someone like that, and it's um young Leatherface, and his name is Jedediah, <laughs> Jedediah Sawyer. So I yeah. don't know why they decided to do that, but um they changed his name to Jedediah. And uh, in this one, it's like, it's your birthday, Jed. And we and then like you hear like, and it's a guy tied to a chair. And she's like, he was stealing our chickens. And she's like, here's your birthday present, Jed. And it's a chainsaw. And they're like, make your family proud. He's like <laughs> nine years old. Yeah. And um, he doesn't do it. And they're like, and Lily Taylor's like, I'm disappointed in you, Jed. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, and then... Um, it cuts to like a young couple driving the countryside and there's like a cow in the road, but then the cow stands up and it's Jedediah and the girl like is like, Hey, come back here. And she like runs into a barn and then she like falls in. And then the two older Sawyer family members drop like an engine on her and kill her. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then Steven Dorf comes and uh Steven Dorf does like a mystic river impression. He's like, is that my baby in there? Is that my daughter in there? And he's like fighting off. This is like, very very close to mystic river i was like this is very weird um and uh he goes in there and then the guys are like the accident engine fell on her can't be helped and this guy's just like he's like i know you killed him you piece of shits and they're like no it wasn't us you can't arrest us we didn't do nothing bad and he's like i can't arrest you he's like but this is an unsafe house so i'm taking your kids in foster care and then you're like oh shit he's got young leatherface jared no and he goes into foster care and then the movie cuts to like 10 years later or something and so there's a bunch of teenagers and like one of them is a shaved head and he's sadistic one of them has like a kind of a bowl cut and he's super nice and friendly and then there's a real big big kid in overalls with real hair yeah a uh, real a real leather face kind of physique Yes, a real Leatherface physique. And then uh, they show him doing, uh, being like simple uh, and kind, but then like acting out violently. And you're just like, that guy is probably Leatherface, but probably not. Um, yeah. There it, is it, kind of, the, there is a fake out. Yes, that is the whole thing of the yeah, fake out. Of the fake out. Uh, so they're in this like insane asylum. And then. Um, the mother of the Sawyer family comes into it and is like, I want to see my son right now. And she somehow gets past all of the guards and she somehow opens up all of the gates and then she leaves. And uh, the, the head psychi- psychiatrist is just like, you can't just do this. And she's like, I didn't do anything. And then she leaves. And then all of the insane people break out of the yep. the mental hospital. And then it's uh, and then this I, movie turns into natural killers. For I, I watched this movie the same day I watched the bees. The bees was better. Oh yeah, the bees. The bees is great. Yeah, the bees was a better call. This um, is this is whatever. Yeah, and like, I I think this turns into natural born killers because this this sadistic shaved head guy and like his girlfriend from the insane asylum, they're like forcing uh, the two other boys and like a nurse. They're like, you guys are coming with us. We're gonna start a new family. And like, oh, is that the beginning? Uh, and they're going around just killing people, but then eventually, like, the big guy kills the sadistic guy because he doesn't like him, and then the girl uh, runs afoul of Steven Dorf, and he's like, he's like, where'd they go? 
and then uh, Steven Dorf just blows her head off. And um, Iron Fist from the Marvel Universe is just like, oh, shit, you can't do that. And he's like, it's justice. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Um, and eventually you know, they you, make... You know, this what? is uh, direct, directed by the team that brought us Inside. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that film. You, oh, you never saw Inside? The, no, uh, I was told I wouldn't like it. The, the French Extreme? I was told that I would not like that film from somebody multiple multiple sources yeah uh and then so like so the sadistic kid it gets killed and then the big leather face looking kid gets killed and you're like oh i guess it's the kid with the bowl cut who's like really nice (laughs) yeah uh and then it is um so what what happens is steven dorf shoots him and like he gets like a joker scar across his face from like a bullet or something and they make their way back to the sawyer farm and uh, lily taylor like sews him up Mm-hmm. And they get they get Stephen Dorff, and uh, the mom is just like, "All right, Jedediah," she's like, "Now you can make your family proud." And they bring the chainsaw out again. It's all dusty because <laughs> it's like they bought it for him when he was like nine, mm-hmm. and now that he's like nineteen, they're like, "We've been saving it for you, son." And uh, so he kind of like cuts up Stephen Dorff and stuff like that. And then uh, the like the big ending to this is like um, he uh, or like. The thing is, the girl gets away, too, and the, this kid has been, like, protecting the nurse the whole time, and uh, mom's like, go get her, and uh, he's out there, and the girl's like, she's like, I know you're sweet, and, like, you don't want to do this stuff. It's like, don't, don't like, be tempted by your family, and then he just cuts her head off with the yeah. chainsaw, and you're like, oh, no, he's leather-faced now, yeah. and then uh, he goes and cuts but... Stephen Dorff's face off, and uh, yeah. Stephen Dorff is the original leather-faced. Damn, crazy! Huge. How how, how how many stars is this one, RJ? Uh one and a half, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Same <laughs> as Texas Chainsaw 3D. Yeah. It's not great. Like no. maybe it's a one star movie. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's whatever. Yeah, it's I got, I it's got a woman I, hiding in a cow, like a tauntaun. It does have that. I yes. I didn't even bother rating this because I was kind of like, yeah. I don't know, this isn't... Uh... You were feeling dead inside. Yeah, I was like, this one's not for me. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. just coming off of 3D, which uh, I was not a <laughs> not a huge fan of. You're, you're getting really beaten down, it seems like. Yeah, but... And but... I didn't log this intentionally. Oh. Uh, because I wanted, if if we did talk about this, I wanted uh, wanted this to be the, uh, the surprise hit, Jared. Yeah. I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Next Netflix. The Netflix one. Fede Alvarez verse. Yeah. I think people are sleeping on this one, man. This is good. I liked it. Nice. Yeah, this yeah. movie's like not bad, right? No. It, people it's really, uh, really, I don't know. You can't trust people. That's all I learned from watching this. You, you can't. can't trust them. No, because th- this is one of the this is one of the better ones out of all of them. Like it really is. Uh, you see, I mean, I'm looking at my activity from friends. It's yeah. a, lot, a lot of one stars, a lot of one Unfair. and a halfs. Uh, Elric Kane's with us though, RJ. Yeah. Oh, is he? He is. Okay, so here's here's the thing. You know the new Halloween movies. Yep. This is it, but the way it's supposed to be done. Ooh. And I've only seen that one new Halloween movie, but this is the exact same <laughs> formula. And this thing is actually successful, and it's doing all the same shit. And I really want you to watch those new Halloweens because I think I think you will absolutely. Agree there, there's with a that. there's a possibility that that's going to happen. 
RJ on, on, on Halloween. The, the two other ones are all, all three all, of the new ones? All three. All three. Yeah. I could do it too, but I don't know if I want to. Um, <laughs> well, I got, uh, well, I've, I, I got to mention, I do have Terrifier 2. I have to get you. Yes. And, yep. and I think you, uh, you should watch Depraved finally. Because this is a movie that uh, I've is been, a... I saw, I got a Blu-ray. It's okay. on blue. I got it. If, if I can access together. it in some way, I will watch it. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm not sure. Um, we'll, we'll discuss handoff off air, but yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this movie's good, dude. Like, and I, I really think it, it's the exact same formula as that that first David Gordon Green Halloween, where it's survivor, uh, survivor syndrome story. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. This one has the original Texas Chainsaw Lady back in like this kind of power role where it's like, I'm hunting you now, which it's not a huge part of this, like Halloween. It's all about that. Um, but it's that. And then it's current day. So there's like, I, I think a lot of people call this the woke one. It's like, yeah, it is for like 10 minutes. And then it turns into Texas chainsaw. And like the woke stuff I think is all gone. Like, you know what I mean? I, this I saw movie almost it's like one. It's like, I feel like this movie is actually fairly critical of it though. Yes, it is, because it turns on them. And that's the whole point. Because again, Jarrett, they go into somebody's house without permission, and they start meddling around. And that is the theme of these movies. Mm -hmm. Don't go into a stranger's house. Don't do stuff. These people were minding their own business, and you broke in. And you and you were the one who kind of well, brought it all on well, yourself. See, yeah, the woke thing is like always the uh, words that just make me go, oh, shut up. Yeah, but see, these, these are influencers yeah. there's their yes these are social media influencer uh assholes uh, yeah. pretty much yeah. who, are, who have this like plan it's like yeah, it's, so gen it's gentrification gentrification um, of the entire town where the original chainsaw massacre happened because it's a it's a ghost town now everyone's moved away and these big city living people are like we're gonna go gentrify this entire town and we are going to sell it to like-minded individuals like us who want a better community and in texas in texas yeah and it doesn't say but it's they're like somewhere like new york is where they're from or la yeah. or something like well, that. from the big city yes um yeah because they they correct people on what they what they say and things like that and they run afoul of texans who are like they're like i didn't mean that and it's like no it's like doesn't matter if you meant it or not it's what you said and he's like oh okay and it's i i do think i agree with you i think it, it it's actually critical. Um, and that's regardless, it's uh, it's there for like 15 minutes. And then th this just turns into Texas Chainsaw. Um, and you get some really you get some really good stuff in this. Like mm -hmm. um, you get Leatherface on a party bus. Yeah. And I think that is. And he so good. Fucks everybody up. Because I bet for years they're kind of like, how do we get Leatherface in a closed hallway? And you just have people, and they cannot leave unless they get past, past like, the chainsaw. Past the chainsaw, and it's like, and how are you gonna get past? I think it's, I think it that the setup of that scene is so good. I think they could have uh, had a little bit more carnage, like not that there isn't, like there's people without arms, like oh, running around and like slipping in blood, like they, uh, it's successful enough, and I, I just think the setup of that is so good, and it's like, man. They could have really had fun with this, you know what I mean, Jared? Um, so I, I I won't get into too many of the specifics because I actually do think people should check this out. Well, and you have like the the whole like dynamic though of like Elsie uh, Fisher and Sarah Yarkin's characters. Oh, I think this is 
uh, I know people talk about character development a lot. The um, Sarah Yarkin, I think this is the best character arc I've seen all month. Because in the first 15 <laughs> minutes of this movie, I was like, I absolutely hate this lady. It's like True. everything she is doing is like what people make fun of for being like ultra woke. like Online, annoying. very online. <laughs> yes. So I was like, I absolutely hate this movie. And she has a complete turnaround because she like realizes that she was being shitty and it's all her fault and then it, it's like a complete it's a complete flip and then by the end of it you're kind of like uh oh, she's trying i hope she gets out of here well we get uh cool stuff because uh we get like the the eviction of the, the uh the of, of, of leatherface and maw mm -hmm. and uh yeah and then we get and the break and, and he gets well he, well he gets put in a cell and then... Well, he goes in the back of the place or in, in the back, yeah, mom in the... because she's yes. having a heart attack. So they're yep. like, we'll take her to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And he's with her and he's trying to revive her. She dies. And then Leatherface is like, I'm back. Unleashed. <laughs> he's like, I'm back. He cop tries to put his hand on him. He snaps the wrist into bone and he starts stabbing the guy with his own wrist bone. And you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Proud of him. Yeah. I yeah. know like, there's oh, some, yeah. like, pretty, like, some pretty good violence in this. You're like, oh, Good. That one's good. really good. Good. There's like the one whole build up too, where like the hammer to a leg, which is like <laughs> really gnarly. You're just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you also yeah. get um, because there's a whole bet too, where like the girl is like, I think is is it because she was in the ambulance, but like they're hiding. They're trying to like duck she, away from. She's or, pretending, or, or, pretending, to, be pretending to be dead. Yeah, she was in the front seat. She's pretending to be dead, and she can see in the rear view. It's like cutting his mom's face off. Yes, and she's on the she's on the radio, and she's like, he's wearing face he's he's wearing her face and uh like the setup too is like that you hear that the lone survivor of the she became a texas ranger and she's been searching for leatherface the whole time or for like 40 years and th these kids are like uh she never found him and the gas station guy's like he was wearing a mask it's kind of hard to find someone when you don't know what they look like and you're just like yeah that's a good point it's a good good point all I so, remember uh, is when this got released, uh, <laughs> like back in February or whatever of 2022, there was mm -hmm. two reviews uh, that people like follow. One was not as bad as I expected. Mm -hmm. and this was immediately followed by someone saying, "Oh no, it's that bad." <laughs> no, I I completely disagree. This is good. This is one of the best ones. Like it's it is it's yeah. really good. Um <clears throat> and. Uh, the other stuff I really like, uh, like there's some tense things where he's just kind of like in a house and they acknowledge he's an old man. He's kind of weak and he like has to sit down sometimes. But when that rage gets in him, he just can't mm -hmm. help himself. Mm -hmm. uh, I like that. And then he throws his chainsaw on this a lot, but it is strategical. <laughs> he, it, he'll like throw it at someone and then he'll like chase it down because he's just like, he's like, I'm going to distract you with my chainsaw. <laughs> and he like throws it right at a person and then, uh, or here, like the car is driving and he throws it into the windshield and then the car crashes and then he's right there and you're just like, that's how you do it. You don't just throw it and run away. So, um, I liked that. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I liked uh, the Isla Fisher or the Elsie Fisher survivor thing i was like that's a that's a neat thing to put in there i i can see people being like oh that's so on the nose and it's like well it's on the you're, nose because you're kids, on the nose well <laughs> well kids die in schools so uh i mean it's real these characters these are real people they're they should start popping up in movies eventually 
there's one at every corner in America. There's probably a kid who survived a school shooting somewhere. Somewhere. Um, but uh, and then I I like the ending. The ending's kind of like a like a really quick like, and then it kind of goes to something, and you get a very quick uh, Leatherface kind of twirl. Um, not too much, which I which I liked. But uh, yeah, no, this movie's good, man. People are wrong. Yeah, they often are. They often are. Not us though. We're right. We've never been wrong. Yeah, well, me but yeah, specifically. Yeah. The best the best thing way I could describe this is it is what they Blumhouse tried to do with those Halloween movies, but successful. Or perhaps The Exorcist. Well, it's uh, what Blumhouse is trying to do with horror franchises. We know what these though, guys we, actually we should it right. We shouldn't be too uh, hasty. Maybe The Exorcist is actually pretty good, and people are wrong. So you can't trust you can't trust people. You just gotta watch these movies for yourself. All That's I know it. is I've seen that first Gordon Green Halloween movie, and that was that made a, enough of an impression about me. And that's when What's, people were loving that thing. People were it. into it, and people I saw that. it, and I was people like, "People love podcasting. They love podcasters." Yeah. So I w- I was the opposite, uh, loving that. Yeah. And then the next two came out, and people were like, "Oh, maybe these movies aren't." It's like. So anyways, this movie's wicked. Uh, I liked it. I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. That's pretty good. Pretty good. So what about you? Did you watch any movies? Speaking of Platinum Dunes, RJ. Yeah? Are you familiar with uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Platinum Dunes, had they had them all, hey, at one point. <sighs> well, they were doing it. They, these, these things were making yeah. money. The people... People in Hollywood, they like to make money. They like that. Uh, and then they tried their hand at doing a Nightmare on Elm Street. Only there one they is. got, hey? Nope. They only had one crack at it. <laughs> they, they had one shot. And if they had done a better job. So this movie, fuck. It sucks. I did not like Good. this at all. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Jack Earl Haley? Oh, man. I don't know. People are going to be like, well, he didn't have very good material. He just like... I get that someone thought it was a good casting choice, and I get that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, yeah, he's Rorschach. He, he's he's great at being like a grubby weirdo. <laughs> Look at him. Now, now we're mean, gonna make yeah. now we're now we're gonna make him a burn victim and a yeah. child molester, and uh, it's it's gonna be great. He played because I'm sure that I can imagine the meeting he, they had with Michael Bay. Oh, uh, you know who's like the the best child molester in Hollywood? And they said, is that what Jackie, they say? Jackie or Layla? Because they they saw that little children movie. Uh, have you ever seen that movie? No. Is that? Oh uh, no! Wait, actually, maybe I have. So that I, Todd that Field, kind of... Todd Field movie from two thousand six. It sounds kind of um, Jack Earl Haley's in that. Yep, he's the. I think I might have actually. Let me. He check. plays a character named Ronnie, and yes, he's a he's a sex offender. Okay, maybe I. I don't have it logged, but that sounds really familiar. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this the movie floated around for a bit. It also has uh, isn't it Night Owl in there? <laughs> yeah, Patrick okay. Wilson's in there. Jennifer Connelly, Kate Winslet. Yep. Leatherface. Oh my god, Leather- he's in that movie too. They, they got Leatherface. Uh, yeah. The guy who directed this remake has only done music videos, but and he's that never made a movie ever. Time. And he's never made a movie ever since. Cool. Uh, uh, Michael Bay demanded it, and he's like, he like really apparently according to Wikipedia. Uh, he really wanted this guy, and he said it'd be great for like you know financially for him to do it, and it'd be great. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if what if this bear guy has said anything about this movie since then. I don't know if I blame him. 
per se, yeah. but this movie, whoo, 95 minutes, and it there's like padding. I'm going to go back to my notes. Okay, what is Nightmare on Elm Street about, first of all? Well, the tagline, RJ, it's very imaginative. Never sleep again. I mean, that is the, the goal of these movies, I suppose. <sighs> the film that brings back horror icon Frederick Krueger as a darker... Does it say Frederick? No, that's what I oh. say. Rhetoric as a darker and more sinister character than ever before. While Freddy is on the prowl, a group of teenagers being stalked soon learn they all have a common factor making them targets for this twisted killer. Mm. Um, okay, so there's a bit in this where for like 20 odd minutes in the movie. We're being led to believe with these characters, the, the um, Rooney Mara is in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the Nancy. Mm-hmm. That well, you know, the reason why this evil ghost is killing us is because our parents wrongly killed a man with with no evidence. That's why Freddy's mad. And he's going to kill us. I mean, that's that's where they go with it for twenty fucking minutes, and then of course they find like the molester hole in the old like uh preschool they all went to (laughs) it's just like it's a room hidden behind uh like a chalkboard and inside there's like a little mattress and there's polaroid pictures rj and the girl gets to see her photos of herself being whatevered and she's like that's me oh god he is a monster my parents have definitely burned him alive he is. Uh, like, why? why? Yeah, I don't think it's said quite like that. But essentially, I'm like, what was the point of this? The last 20 minutes. Like, fuck. Why, why are they screwing with uh, with a good thing with the first movie? We, we have to reinvent it, though. I mean, you can't just remake it shot for shot, right? You have to yeah. you gotta go. Oh, we're going to make the audience think for a little while that Frank Krueger is like, not that bad a guy. You, you know what <laughs> I think would have been a good reinvention? Is if Nancy was old now and Freddy Krueger was also old and living in a ghost town, and it was like Nancy's pers- personal mission to get Freddy at some point, but then there was right. like kind of like influencers who were trying to buy the town or something. Ah, uh, and there was like sunflower se- fields. Oh, that'd be better. What if it had Clancy Brown? I think that'd be incredible. Was Clancy well, does, Brown in it, it? He he is. He he's oh yeah. Uh, he's one of the dads. He's, he's the main dad. Yeah, he's right? he's the well. You know he's like uh one of the he's one of the main dads. He's like the principal yeah. of the school. Uh, he's like, listen, we killed Freddy we, for a reason. Look, <laughs> we threw we threw Molotov cocktails into after we chased him down to this factory mm-hmm. and we bur- and we burned him alive. Trust me, we had good reason. Yeah, and then they just like reenact like everything you've seen from the other movie. Like there's like the really the golden look the, the golden looking like factory dream scenes um you know i think someone mentioned maybe it was dylan Dil- uh something about that is this the same uh diner from uh dream warriors or something like that i don't know there's some callbacks but they all feel like nothing yeah uh yeah, it hits yeah. all the comp- it hits all the beats none of it nothing there's no improvements Freddy, uh, J- Jackie Earl Haley's Freddy really sucks. It's not just the makeup. The makeup's very uninspired. Uh, they do like weird dubbing on his voice, it felt like, to make it louder. It's like, RJ. Uh, oh, it's got I'm like here an echo small... to it. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, too, a little bit more reverb to it. To it accentuate says, we'll see it. who was, never sleeps scary. again. 
That's right. We'll see who wakes who, losers. Something Correct. Like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, this movie uh, was like got had some uh, real killers on it though in terms of the the writing. Uh, we had Wesley Strick, uh, who's written guy. written such films as Cape Fear, Arachnophobia, Doom with The Rock, Wolf. Remember that? Mm-hmm. The Saint. Final Love Analysis. It. Yeah, true believer of James Woods, incredible. And yeah. we got a little bit of punch up though with some Eric Heiserer, who uh, wrote one. such films as get this, listen to this. I'm listening. We have the Thing remake prequel thing. Okay. That one, Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. Oh, great! Final Destination Five. Yeah. Uh, the Lights Out feature length. Okay. Bird Box. Wow, and a little movie called Arrival. Ah, that that one really fits in there with all those other ones, eh? Right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of an odd duck compared to like everything that you're like, oh, an Arrival. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, and this movie, uh, I think it it lived up to its reputation as far as I know, uh, which is that it's not very good, mm-hmm. uh, like at all. But do you have fond memories of uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street? No, this was another one I watched. Uh, I watched it in theaters when I was in high school. Um, and I remember it was kind of like after the Texas Chainsaw one came out. And then I think in between this and the Freddy one was the fr- Friday the 13th one, uh, maybe. And I remember it was kind of like, these are the edgy ones. These are like, these are the real horror movies. Michael Bay made these. And you're just like, holy shit. Uh, and then I remember like hearing that after the Platinum Dunes, Texas Chainsaw, uh, Friday Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. They're like these guys are gonna make Ninja Turtles next, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what do you mean they're gonna make Ninja Turtles next? <laughs> and then they did. And you remember how that one went? Hey, Jared. Remember, uh, Shredder was peeling people's faces off and putting <laughs> putting faces on his own face. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Well, they made Splinter really disgusting in those movies, so oh. I guess that's what they. Uh, that was the platinum effect for that. Right. So made him real ratty and like gross. And it's like, that's not what rats look like. Anyways, uh, I remember like when I saw it in theaters, I was like, eh, it was all right. Yeah. I was like, it wasn't great, but no, I was a teenager. Yeah, these platinum dune horrors. I don't know. But then yeah, Friday the 13th, I thought it was abysmal, but with Ninja Jason? No. Yeah, he's pretty fast in that, remember? Fast. Always sneaking on the roof and stuff. Fast. Um, I did watch a Lucio Fulci movie this month. One of the latter day ones you haven't I, seen. I had never seen this before. Called oh. Enigma. Yeah. Uh, what a tagline! They made a clown out of Kathy once too often. The spirit of a comatose like teenage that. girl possesses the body of a newcomer to her girls' boarding school in order to enact bloody revenge against the elitist lingerie-clad coeds responsible for her condition. So, but the movie opens up with this kind of, I don't know, dorky girl who gets all gussied up by some people or pretending to be her friend. This is all done in a montage. Uh, they've got her set up with the hunky, like, gym teacher, because that's mm. appropriate mm-hmm. at this uh, college, school, boarding house thing. I don't know. It, this is like Suspiria, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, it's all a big, like, thing to embarrass her like all these people are like all parking cars hidden while they're making it in the car and they're like you idiot of course this guy couldn't like a girl like you from the embarrassment she gets out she runs away and then gets run over and uh put into a like permanent 
coma. And you're I've like, wow, there. that's dark. And so anyway, uh, her mom uh, is also a caretaker at the school, like the only caretaker. And she's mute, mm-hmm. but kind of witchy, a little Ooh. mysterious. Like a goth oh, yeah. girl? Because also this, no, not at all. Not like a goth girl. This is set in Boston. I should mention that. Beantown? Yeah. I think it's oh, Boston. Wow. So anyway, uh, the girl, she can like pro- astrally project her mind, and then she takes over uh, the mind of a new student um, who's like real horny, and she like, wants to bang all the men there because she, she, you know. Can you explain she, what that she, looks she, like? She, she likes the attention. Okay. But, uh, but it's all because she's being used to execute revenge. And she's really got, and so there's the one doctor at the at the hospital that's like really taking care of her. So she's got a crush on the doctor. So she's using this woman to like get, go real hard after the doctor. And this doctor's like, oh, oh boy, this seems inappropriate, but don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, revenge is had, and then eventually all rights are wronged. And then I don't know, it's okay, it's like fine. Uh, this is excellent to be viewing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, sounds like a two B. It's yeah, it's not great, Fulci, um, but mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not terrible. Inoffensive. Didn't didn't yeah. mind it. The price was, was right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, was two B fucking around with you this month at all? No, I have not had the issue that you were talking about with it freezing up on ads. That's we're, that's really we're annoying. Real, we're real two B clan over here, but they don't sponsor us, so I can speak ill about them. Yeah, whenever when I was trying to watch one of these chainsaw movies, every time uh, an ad would start, it was just a black screen, and it would, you'd hear the ad for like a second, and then it would just freeze, and then I'd have to back out. Sometimes I'd have to search the movie again, fast forward to where it was, and I was like, "This is horseshit." Uh, it ha- it uh, happened twice. To that's brutal. That's brutal. Yeah, I don't Not know nice. why. But anyways, so All going right. back thirteen days in the past, Jesus. Uh, Kim and I watched Friday the Thirteenth Part Five and Six. Was there a reason why you did five and six? Because the last time we watched, we didn't. It would have been November of like two years ago. We did watched one to four. Yeah, we've seen one through four, and so we picked yeah. up with five and six this year. And we have That's to wait. You know, we have to wait till September of next year to watch seven and eight. Perfect, perfect time. Yeah. Give it a year to. Yeah, breathe. getting a little bit of Roy the ambulance driver, uh-huh. hot action. I five sucks so much. It's such a five bad is movie. Not good. Yeah, Anytime movie, they say it's got the it's got the it's got the worst. Yeah, it's true. Anything beginning in the title, yeah. uh, it's got the worst kills. Yeah. Uh, the, the and the stuff that's there, you feel like, oh, this has been edited down. Um, there's that guy, that kid who gets killed right off the bat by the maniac with the axe. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, can I give you my chocolate bar? Oh, there's always like it's that. So there, <laughs> there's like always like that character He's like type. Uh, is, is this Franklin? Is this Franklin's fault from Texas Gordy. Chainsaw One? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's the er, like, uh, I don't know, chunky, annoying man. It was you're Franklin's just like, fault? With, yeah, Franklin, and, it began with Franklin, Gordy but, Fra- but Franklin, Ru- Franklin rules. I'm a, I'm a Franklin you're stan. You're a Franklin guy? I love Franklin. Because, uh, not because it's like, I think he's a compelling character, but because he's like, so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It looks like Cartman. <laughs> Franklin is beyond annoying. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, up, up, Leatherface. Up, up. And then we got we, but that those characters pop up because the three's got one of that too. The guy who's like the comedian, 
Yeah, Sheldon or whatever it is. Shelly, you asshole. Mm. Awesome. People dump on three. Three's pretty cool for people. What, Friday the 13th three? Yeah. It is cool. I like, yeah, I like that I like movie that uh, with the stair or that scene with the stairs. Doesn't he push the wheelchair guy down the stairs in that one or something? Uh, well, he gets a he gets right to the chest and he goes bouncing down the stairs in reverse. But yeah. I think I think it's I can't I think it's, it's three that's got the man walking a can standing because that's the three D one mm-hmm. and he gets fucking split in half. Oh yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. style. That one's and, that, and and they do it in a way where they it's obviously it's the eighties, so we're not showing these things in the great yeah. detail, but you're, it's enough to be like, oh yeah. Three three's pretty good. I think four is the best still. Uh I did Four's my run good. of these long like I didn't yeah. watch any this year because I did I finished that gambit a, a little bit ago, but I think four yeah. is really good. And people absolutely fucking love six. But I remember just being like so so on six when I watched yeah, six, it. Yeah, six six is very so so. Yeah, because I remember everyone is like, six is it. Six is the best one. And I watched it like, I don't know, three or four years ago. And I was like, I don't know, guys. I was like, it's good. But it's I, don't, I was like, yeah. it's not as good as four. Or you get yeah. guys like crucified up on like doorways and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when Jason needs to go through the doorway, he just slaps the body down off of the crucifixion. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, not too so bad. It's still soft on six. <clears throat> Yeah, it's like fine. I mean, two and a half yeah. stars. Like people would maybe look at that and go, "Oh, he hates everything." I'm like, oh, I mean, this is about where I'd rank it in the grand scheme of things. It's still not a bad rating. Uh, it's, well, not, might... it's not, but it's not a recommend. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you should even bother watching this." I'd be like, "Yeah, if you're watching the Friday the Thirteenth, so there's nothing that I'm going to say that's going to stop you." If you're watching the Texas Chainsaws, you got to watch 3D. You got to watch it. Well, you could probably and you got to watch Leatherface. At the end of the day, you can just watch that first one, and you'd be probably fine. The first but, one and the new one. I needed to say the first one, like hands yeah. down. Uh, oh, yes, which I was, yeah. which I'm going to say, because you're planning on watching that this year. Uh, yeah, I'll watch it on Halloween. It. Has Has Andy ever watched the Texas Chainsaw? Texas Massacre? Chainsaw? Uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know if she has. I was going to wow. wait on Halloween, but Halloween last year. So yeah, I, uh... it's like a bad year though, because it's like you're going to be distracted the whole time. Well, so what? Well, that, what's that's what I mean. Like, I gave out candy. Andy went to bed, and then I watched Blair Witch because I was like, I'm gonna finish this off with a movie I actually know I like. Yeah. So that's why I was gonna do it this year with Texas Chainsaw. But uh, maybe I'll watch it earlier if she's into it. She would. She'd probably dig it. Oh, it's uh, that. That was a uh, Kim's number one pick of the year we were watching it a couple years ago. She was that was like, her that number one. Like, yeah, best movie that we watched at that time. I'm like, yeah, it's a good one, man. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's. I mean, it probably is the best. Uh, yeah, did Toby it, Hooper directed? I don't know. <laughs> he sure did somehow. 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 Yeah. Uh, I also did uh, a rewatch on an RJ pick. Hospital Massacre, aka X Ray. I'm just saying. I don't get movie's it. Movie's got. I think. I think. I think, I think my my review went up a whole star. It doubled. It doubled from a one to a two. But okay. I really hate that the like I hate these mystery movies like where they're trying to be like it's like a who done it slasher and it makes no sense. Like there's, it's no. absolutely impossible for the guy who it is killing everybody, because mm. he's like in a room when it happens. And I know it's like, oh well, he left at that moment to go do it. I'm like, no, that's bullshit. There's literally a time where he is in a room looking at records and he's killing somebody else. And you're like, so this movie doesn't even play fair. Yeah, no, yeah. I know there there's some garbage like that, but it's like I said, I I liked a couple of the things. Like I think the intro with the 
little little stalker kid uh, impaling other kids on coat racks. I was like, with the weird drunk who then becomes a rapist as he sobers up. How would you like that guy? Uh, I don't know if I noticed that guy. Oh, he's not in the thing throughout. Like the whole oh, time I remember he's, he's drinking beside yeah. her. He's like, hey, he's like and then, and, on her. Well, then by the end, he's like, hey, baby. And then you're like, what the hell? This guy's supposed to be like a comedy character. It's, Here we there's are. No, no rules in uh, X-ray. No, ru- no rules. No rules, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. What about you, RJ? You been watching anything? Ah, uh, I watched all the Texas Chainsaws. Do you want to hear about oh, that? Yeah, sure. Tell me about it. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, I talked for like an hour probably about Texas Chainsaw. Like, oh, can, do you want okay. to keep going, or do you want to talk sure. about movies we both watched? Do you want to hear about Nope? And you can tell me about Get Out. Okay. Or are um, you gonna Are you gonna watch Nope? I don't eventually. Think I'm, I'm up. Eventually, I'll watch it, but I don't know what's going to happen this this time around. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, Here, here's what I'll uh, say so yeah, well, well, Kim, well, Kim and I watched Get Out. I'd seen yeah. it before. She never had before. Um, that, oh, okay. Yeah, she really liked it. Uh, yeah, the yeah. movie's good. I mean, it is I, good. I, I I don't love it. I do not love that movie. I find that there's something missing in the last half that in, doesn't. I find a little in the finish, t- a little too formulaic. It just kind of goes, oh yeah, and then he gets out. Yeah, and he gets a little bit of revenge, and then everyone dead spoilers mm. for the most popular horror movie in the last Ever 10 made. years definitely in the last decade a lot of people like mm-hmm. it, but um yeah people are still watching it discovering it and they have no idea what it's about now and i'm like oh that's I mean, kind think... of odd but yeah no yeah. i mean get out's cool like mm-hmm. but i think the i think the first half like the whole reveal is almost kind of like oh okay sure that's mm-hmm. silly but the observations yeah. of the first half are uh, really well done I and almost let I, da- and almost let down by the the fact that it's going to be like okay we're never going to do like a fun genre thing you're like could have gone the other I mean maybe you didn't even need to or maybe like you couldn't pay off what it could the mysteries of the first half without like bleeding you to what the second half was or it's mm-hmm. like yep that that the the the, the help they are yeah. family now and you're like okay but I mean there's like if you start thinking about it it's like you go wait a minute. That How's this going to work all, long yeah, term? Long term, yeah. This doesn't yeah. seem like a great of a plan, but it's, the suggestion is that this has been going on for a great amount of time with the uh, the Patriarch's video at the beginning that's like mm-hmm. from a decades earlier. and It's purely for aesthetics. It's yeah. fine. I mean, I watched some, some real chud movies. I watched like Intruder. Um, yeah. And it's like, whatever. Ghetto is obviously like... It is a good movie. It is a are... good movie, but I don't know if I I'm not going to be going out saying it's uh, five stars or anything. I I won't talk about Nope, but just since you're on Get Out, like because I yeah. know you'll watch it eventually. Sure. Nope is better. It's not as good as Get Out, but it's better than Us. hundred oh, yeah, percent. I I didn't. I wasn't a big Us guy. Um, nope is better than that, but Nope has um. It does, it, does Nope have uh, Tim Heidecker in it? Uh, it does not have Tim Heidecker in it, unfortunately. I'm in no rush then. But it does play out like there is like some Tim and Eric kind of stuff in in <laughs> oh. Jordan Peele's movies. Like I don't know, like this one I feel I felt like really had it stuff like that. But this one also had things where I was like, now I'm not a smart man, Jarrett. I'm not smart, <laughs> but I feel like 
some of the like this movie has a lot of different messages, but I feel like there's one very clear message in this. Yeah. But then they do the thing that they're commenting on in the movie, and I was like, it's like, do you realize that you're doing what you're commenting on, or do you not realize that? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's about animal stuff. Oh. So there's an animal comment on this, and you remember the Gordy. <laughs> Gordy's back, the the chimpanzee thing. Like there's yeah. this there's this big chimpanzee thing. It and there's all this commentary about animals and like caged versus free and like animal instinct and like predators and stuff like that. But then there's like all this other stuff like the characters are horse trainers and it shows them like training animals and I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I feel like these things don't go together. But anyways, Nope is definitely better than us. But uh, it is not as good as Get Out, so you will yeah. watch it one day, I'm sure. Okay, that's my very, very quick, uh, quick rundown on that. Perfect. Um, I'll also mention uh, another movie I watched that it's a Tubi pick, not too bad. Oh, a little Tubi action. It's called Mortuary. It has an awesome poster. Uh, I've heard of this actually. Yeah, it pops up here and there. Yeah, the guy who directed this was like sort of a schlockmeister making movies like the teacher and they're playing with fire and the yeah. stepmother i've seen these like posters in like you know 42nd street like movie poster collections and you're always like "Ooh, that looks real saucy and i th- i want to say that mortuary might have been one of the last parts of the things that he did no that's not true they're playing with fire came out the next year and then a movie called kidnapped it looks mm-hmm. like an actioner but yeah, he made some looks like some kind of maybe little smutty movies. But uh, the Mortuary is not that. Uh, Mortuary is about a girl who's having visions. You know about what visions, kind of RJ? Vision? Having having vivid dreams and I've seeing heard. things that like uh, or premonitions that maybe like of, of, of crimes that have occurred or are occurring, like on kids on bikes and black balloons or anything like that. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. And but and Bill Paxton. Oh. So the tagline, where nobody rests in peace. Mm. Christy Parson has constant nightmares of her father's death, whom died in a swimming pool. Uh, Christy's mother thinks it was an accident, but Christy believes it was murder. Christy then sees an unknown figure dressed in a cape following her and harassing her. But still, nobody believes her until her boyfriend sees the figure himself. The figure hides in the town mortuary, which is owned by Hank Andrews and his demented son, Paul. Gee, RJ, I wonder who it could be. I like Both how they are... full, full name that guy. Hank Andrews. Both are trying to form rituals to bring back a Dr. Parsons' spirit. But mm. who is this figure, and why is he harassing Christy? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, there's only one person that could possibly be in this movie. And I'm it sure. might be. So anyway, uh, the killer in this, the, he's pretty cool. He wears this uh, ghoul mm-hmm. makeup, this white, just mm-hmm. white makeup, black cape, and he runs around with this weird stabbing device, kind mm-hmm. of, that you then later find out, hey, this is the sort of thing they use in a mortuary to do injections for embalming. I wonder who it could be. The I, son I Paul, I watch play, find out. played by Bill Paxton, and oh, he's really? weird. And he he asks her to he asks the girl at the beginning, "Hey, do you want to come over and listen to some uh, some Mozart vinyls I just got?" Well, uh, vinyls of Mozart. Yeah, this is this eighty three baby. 
Interesting. Yeah, and then he gets weirder as time goes on. He does little uh, dances, you know, like some kids do. RJ, you know what I'm talking about. Those little dances you do that you can't help. You just like you're compulsed to do. Yeah, yeah. Out of excitement. Know. Yeah. Your yeah, your yeah. your affliction. Your gift. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suffer blackouts, so yeah. uh, I can't recall. But this movie genuinely had me uh, a, a jump scare that got me, which I can't say most of these movies have had that I've watched. Oh. And my count right now, uh, including short films, is a hundred and five. Yeah, how many of those are short films? Twenty-five. Like Quite a bit. Still, so that's 80, a lot of full movies too. Eight or feature lengths, and I got yeah. what uh, six days to go. Yeah, you got six. Oh. Hey, you know what's really cool about the Texas Chainsaw movies? Most of them are eighty minutes long. Ah, musical. You, you can Beautiful. rip through two and a half in ah. a night. Easy. Yeah. Hey, Mortuary is only ninety-three minutes long. It's not eighty though. It's got some cool stuff. It's got uh, fake out Satanist cults, uh, and it's yeah. got a dude, uh, and yeah, he just appears sometimes. Uh, one thing that's been getting Kim a lot has mm. been uh, her complaint is, "How did he get in front of her? <laughs> like, how did he? How is that possible? It's not possible. Why are they in front? That's monster logic, man. Monster logic. There you go, Kim. Yeah, you should see Jason in the uh, the Platinum Dunes Friday the well, 13th. he's a ninja. But, what about, a ninja. Or, but, I mean, there could always just be a Leatherface just charging after you. He's, he's a juggernaut. Only... Yeah. It's it's the only way I can describe it. He's a juggernaut, baby. Oh, and I rewatched Motel Hell. No. Why'd you rewatch Motel Hell? I don't know. It was, it was like something to put on while, like, assembling minis kind of thing. Okay. Like, reading the news. Sure. Uh, yeah, the movie's still not great. Yeah, I I think I saw you watch that. I was like, "What are you?" Do-? I was like, "What's he doing over there?" On t- it's on Tubi. It's good at uh, kitchen it kitchen counter, uh, yeah. doing other things, uh, viewing. What else is on Tubi? I mean, the world. Mm. Mm. So I watched mm. Hard Rock Nightmare. So did I. I don't remember anything about it. I do. Hard Hard Rock Nightmare out of the Hard Rock movies is the. There's not a ton to it. Like, I think last year I watched Hard Rock Zombies and then, like, um, Hard Rock something else. One of those movies was really good. The one that I told you about, remember? That you were like, yeah, that one was good. And then there was one that wasn't as good. There's Hard Rock Zombies. Yeah. Hard Rock Nightmare. And then... Slaughterhouse Rock? Slaughterhouse Rock. Slaughterhouse Rock is the one that's not great. And there's one more, actually. I just can't remember what it was. There was one more of those rock movies. I have my list here, but uh, what was it? Um, Hard Rock Nightmare is uh, it's got a it's got a great opening. It's like a little boy and his grandpa's yelling at him. He's like, "Do you know what a werewolf is? Do you know what a a, a vampire is?" He's like, "They eat children, and I'm gonna eat you." And then the grandpa's like, <laughs> "Like punk kid." He's like, "I'm gonna go uh, uh, have a nap," and then the kid kills him. And then it cuts to like '80s glam band, and they're like singing. And they're like, man, we need a place to like sing. And he's like, let's go to my grandparents' farm. It like time jumps. Uh, so they go out there, and the band is practicing, and then a werewolf gets them. Yeah. Also, Rocktober Blood is the other one I was thinking of. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. That one was that's a that's like a not it's like shot on video, I think, kind of one. It's not great, but uh, it, it, there's some fun stuff in that. Yeah, Rocktober Blood and Hard Rock Zombies were cool. Slaughterhouse Rock was not great. 
uh, and uh, Hard Rock Nightmare. It's got some good things in it, but uh, more than anything, it's uh, it is kind of just like, yeah. If I man, I watched this because I remember the werewolf mask, but fuck, mm-hmm. I yeah, this movie was a uh, kind of a snooze, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's got a great poster though. I really, I really like the werewolf. Incredible, incredible poster. Yeah, it's got a great poster. Yeah, it's out of these hard rock movies, it's third. Slaughterhouse Rock is even boring, more boring somehow. But uh, Rocktober Blood is good in the, uh, and actually I think that's that was on Shutter. If you want to, like you would like it maybe because it's like shot on video kind of stuff about the. Uh, mm. uh, I can't I can't remember. I don't know. I think it's a band and uh, the lead singer died and the lead singer comes back. It's not great, but there's some really funny stuff in there. How does it compare though to Heavy Metal Massacre? Haven't seen it. Well, yeah, that, yes, that's some shot on video, yeah. and it's got music reference in the title. It must be just as good. Gotta be. It's gotta be. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. Okay, I'll check it out. You tell me about Darlin'. Is it anything like Wildlin'? Uh, so this is actually, this is the third part of a trilogy made by three different people starring the same character, uh, I believe played by the same character and this one's actually directed by her pollyanna mcintosh well, of course of course uh so she pretty sure she was in the, the woman the dar- darling and offspring yeah so she's she's the fault uh through a line through this so darling is the kind of an afterthought film that was made uh, as a sort of kind of sequel to the woman which was directed okay. by your your boy lucky mckee and oh yeah, that, I and that—I know you love Lucky McKee. You love me. You love the—you love woman. You love women. Uh, there was a first film that came out. It was called Offspring, and this is based on a short story by uh, horror writer Jack Ketchum, who kind oh, of. Oh yes, I know Jack Ketchum. Jack Ketchum, who died like six years ago, I guess now. Uh, so Darling has got like a little dedication to him. Um, and Pollyanna McIntosh kind of went with, but essentially what this like universe, this character through line is, is it's like cave people living in the woods in like New Jersey kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. they're feral, feral people, uh, mm-hmm. that are just, you know, they will like fucking kill you and eat you. They're cannibals. Okay. They, they'll eat, they'll eat whatever, but they'll also eat people. Uh, this one is about, I think they're, Honestly, they're siblings. So this is so Pollyanna McIntosh directs this, and she's in this a little bit. But the main character is Darlin, who's played by Lauren Canny, who's mm-hmm. been in not too much stuff uh, that anyone's really seen. But she's like a little cannibal girl, and she she finds herself, you know, in in that way. RJ, she's uh, Can you she's pre- that? she's pregnant. Uh, oh, she okay. came. She she came across a, a little hunter boy, a little boy going out hunting. Uh, killed the dad, and she was like, she had a crush on the little boy, so mm. th- th- had sex with that boy, and then oh. killed and killed and ate him. Oh. Um, put him out of his misery because I think he was injured. So anyway, now she's pregnant. She's gonna mm. have a baby, and of course, uh, there was another per- another one of their little like tribe in the woods uh, that died because of complications with being pregnant. So they know the, the 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 woman. She knows well enough. It's like, well, can't do anything about that. 
take her to the to the people to the mm-hmm. civilization. They'll figure it all out. Go mm-hmm. to find the kid at the hospital. Little feral kids at the hospital. Uh, there's a, a nurse that's uh, very uh, taken with this girl and like can relate to her. Like realize that this kid's feral and tries to relate to her on that ground. Like getting on her hands, and, getting down on hands and knees, trying to be unthreatening, bowing the head. Um, but of course, she gets drugged up, and because like, what the hell's going on with this violent kid? Uh, and then of course, RJ, the Catholic Church gets involved. Oh, do they help? And so it's uh, what's his name? Saul from uh, Mad Men. Thal. I don't Saul? know if you Thal. He's one of the. I, I watched like a season of Mad Men, and I, I'm not gonna okay. lie, I wasn't like I thought it was alright, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, that guy, he's like he, his character is like the bishop or something like that. Yes, his character's name is the bishop, and okay. so th- he's like, I'm gonna take advantage of this situation because I'm gonna save this child through prayer, and we're going to because we're gonna take some footage of her while she's uh, feral, and then we're gonna make her normal. We're gonna civilize her. But then also it turns out he's a he's a little bit of a molester. Uh, but he's oh. he when he and when he uh, goes to do that, he realizes that she's pregnant, and that's the reveal is when you find out she's pregnant. Which I'm like at this point, I was like, that's kind of where I think this is going because there's a lot of scenes of her puking in a toilet, and we all know what that means in movies. It's like yeah, there's two things like when a woman's puking in the toilet, it's like uh oh. <laughs> Morning sickness, oh, or if they're, no. and they're and if they're coughing up blood, it's uh oh tuberculosis. They're going to be dead soon. It's a period piece. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's the now the woman. She's like, I I need to go find my my sister daughter, and uh, I'm going to kill people along the way. <laughs> Just like take pieces of their stomach off. Fun fun little at little things like that. She winds up hanging out with a bunch of homeless women. Um, and they seem fine with this feral person. Uh, yeah, eventually she, they, they all come together at the end uh, mm-hmm. at the church. And the evil church man uh, gets maimed, killed. And uh, the little darling, she drinks a bottle of bleach to get rid of the baby. Because it's, cause it's, it's ungodly. Yeah, classic. And then the woman leaves. Mm-hmm. She's She's fine. And the movie just kind of ends, and you go, "Huh?" She makes it out, darling. It's like a. It almost feels like it's setting up another film, but this is from 2019, and uh, I'm not seeing any follow-up coming. And I'm just like, "I'm good." Mm, so, interesting. Uh, gave it the old college try. That's all you can do, man. That's all you, that's can, all do. you can do. It, it did. It does not live up to the um, the vision of a Jack Ketchum, I don't think, and his. No his uh, willingness to go real dark, real dark. Yeah, I know he does. Did Jack Ketchum ever see Wildling, do you think? He, I don't know if he lived long enough to see it. That's too bad. RJ? Yeah? You watched The Autopsy. I did. I did. Um, I watched it in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I did, and did Andrea you stay in the bathtub the entire time? No, I got it out about halfway through. Um, so I watched about half of it in the tub. And you're going to say, that's not a 50-inch uh, a TV to watch this prestige format TV special. And I'll say, yes, but Andrea has like a little tub caddy thing. like, And I had an iPad, <laughs> and I had it about an inch away from my face. And I, I just in the tub, just 
just watching this guy. So that was nice. That was nice. Yeah, I watched the autopsy, uh, which uh, I, I saw was in Jarrett's favorite films uh, recently. Yep. Um, it's really good. I didn't watch any of the other Cabinet of Curiosities. I haven't seen seen a single one. But uh, it's F. Murray Abraham. He's doing an autopsy. And don't you know, mm-hmm. this one might be a little bit otherworldly. It might be his last. It might be his last. Yeah, strange things are going on. And I don't think this is a spoiler because, like, in the first five minutes, the, the mine shaft gets caved in by, like, an orb ball that has glowing lights. And you go, oh, I wonder if this is aliens. And then, uh, well, let's just say maybe. <laughs> maybe. And let me tell you, this maybe alien thing, it fucks people up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, it's good stuff. So F. Murray Abraham's like the... He's like the autopsy guy, but it, for a second I was like, I was like, is he like, does he work for the insurance company? Because it, it kind of like came off like that for a second. But he goes to do the autopsy, and his uh, buddy, the sheriff, is like, you go do it, make your recording. I'll, I'll come meet you in the morning. And I'll bring coffee and donuts. And so, um, F. Murray Abraham's got like six bodies. They were all in this mine shaft. None of them are cleared for insurance because it wasn't. Uh, the shaft didn't collapse. This guy planted a bomb and the, the sheriff is just like, it's not just this. He's like, we found, he's like, there's been things going on here. They found like a body up in a tree that had like pieces cut off from it. And they're like, this is like butchering. It's like somebody is coming back and taking slices out of this body. And you go, Oh, are they? Oh my. Oh my. And they open it up and stuff. And you're just like, Ooh, gross. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you get uh, some backstory on a missing guy and he's like a guy in a bar and they're like trying to track him down and he turns out to be the guy who collapsed the, the coal mine and uh, um, yeah it's F. Murray Abraham and he, he's like going through the body so he's like oh this is weird they don't like have blood in this area and then he finds another one and he's like oh that's weird too there's like this is something that isn't normal for like dead bodies that die of like uh, compression uh, and then he gets to the the real, or he's about to get to the real dead body, but, or like the the main guy, but he wakes up, and that guy comes out and starts talking to F. Murray Abraham, and you go, oh dear. And then it's a courtroom procedural for a while. Mm-hmm. In the sense that they're just kind of talking to each other. Uh, and uh, the corpse man's just like, yeah, this is my thing. And now it's your thing, too, pal. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the autopsy is really good. It is. It's really good. It's got a good, um, uh, it's not like a, a twist ending or anything like that, but it is kind of like it's satisfying. Like, it's like it's, it's a zinger. It's just like yeah, it's satisfying. Yeah. It's like don't worry, guys, we'll take care of you in the end. That's right. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, it was good. Out, out of out of darkness comes success. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sometimes you got to scrape the bottom to hit the top. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Autopsy was good. I liked it. Yeah. Very good. Very good. We watched a lot of the same movies this month, eh? We've, we've that a little bit of crossover, a little bit of Infinity Pool, <laughs> a little Infinity Pool, a little Pearl, a little Mithrigan, a little Black Phone. Uh, the only thing is, will Jarrett do it? Will Jarrett watch The Pope's Exorcist this month? <laughs> oh, how generous are my three star ratings? You'll find out oh if you God. ever watch The Pope's Exorcist. Okay. Well, we should we should backtrack a bit because <laughs> yeah. we we skipped a few movies I'd seen earlier this month. Yeah, like yeah. Knock. At the cabin, starring Dave Bautista. Bautista, directed by M. Night. 
Yes, M. Night. And a bunch um, of other people, like Rupert Grint. Yes, he's in here for a hot minute. Uh, I read the book on this years and years ago, so I knew what this was all about. But um, did you know what this was about at all, or did you None. just throw no it No clue. Yeah, I, I knew it existed. I know you. I remember you talking about it and being real like, Ugh. yeah. Which I mean, there's things about this story that I like, and there are a bunch of things about this story that I don't like. Where I was like, like as a book, at least in in pog form, there were some things that I was kind of grumbly at. I thought the movie was fine. I was like, ah. I was like, I don't know, it's better than some of the other stuff I watched this month, so it's fine. I don't think it's a particularly good movie that I would recommend to a ton of people, but uh, um, you tell me about your experience with it, unless you want me to tell it, because it's uh, been two weeks now for you. Well, going in blind, I'm trying to remember how this starts. So it's, I kinda, um, I, 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 I remember the little girl, the the little girl yeah, becomes. she's collecting, yeah, she's collecting bugs, and yeah. I kept thinking that was like going to pay off to something, and nope. nope. And then Batista shows up, and you're like, oh man. This guy's a nonce. He's a he's a molestado, but it's like that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem like what this movie's going to be. But they want you to think that because you want you to feel danger. Because you're like, why is this gigantic man talking so vaguely with this child? And then she's like, I want you to go in and uh, talk to your parents. Mm-hmm. And so the little girl goes in. And she's like, there's a guy out there. He's really weird. And it's like, well, her parents are two gay men. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? What's going on, adopted Asian child? Yes. And and then of course they go, What do you mean there's like a guy out there? And there's more people coming. And they look and they go, Oh, there's four people. And you're like, huh, who are these four crazy people that have somehow come together? Um so cosmopolitan. <laughs> that you have a Dave a giant Dave Batista. And a Rupert uh, Grant. It's like, yeah, a Rupert Grant, this black woman, and this like, I don't know, pale, dark haired woman. Hipster lady. Very very, very nervous looking. Yeah. And they're all so anyway, they break in mm-hmm. like for suspense. And then they get in. Yeah. And then there's they, like they hidden... try not to. They're like, you gotta yeah, let us in. We you just have to, to accept. You just have to accept what we're telling you. Uh, there's head injuries had, so some concussions, and they get in, and people get tied to chairs, and then these four people are like missionaries, presenting that they've had visions, and they went to a message board, and that the mm-hmm. end of the world's coming, and they, they, that's how they all met, you see, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like, so we're going to say you, 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 this fan, you have been chosen. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it ourselves, but we've also, I mean, essentially, we've also been chosen. And you're You're going to have to. Yes, that's that's the whole punchline, which I kept thinking of. I was like, oh, it's like the the four riders of the apocalypse. Okay. All right. Novelist. So anyway, they're like, well, you've uh, you've got to make a decision here. You got to the family has to make a sacrifice. You have to choose and kill one of your own. And we can't kill one of you, but one of you has to make it. And we're basically going to get four tries at this because you're like, and you're like, what do you mean? Well, each time they there'll be an appointed time, and then they'll say, okay, you you said no, we won't kill one of ourselves, and so we, one of them gets killed by the other three, and then the other they two. have to make sacrifices yes. to pe- to appease the whatever if the family if, won't decide yeah it's like only a sacrifice it's just kind of like we have to do this 
mm-hmm. for effect, <laughs> like or whatever. It's because that's what the prophecy tells. There's like I just they have to do it. Mm-hmm. And what happens is after they do this, they turn on a TV and show that there's things happening in the world. But is it on a time delay? Is it pre-recorded events? It's just like what is the, what is this an aid of? So anyway. There's a bit at the very first one where it's like the West Coast in like Oregon, and there's a person filming with their camcorder as this gigantic wave comes at them, and then the giant oh, wave yeah. kills the person with the camera, and, and then somehow the camera floating, and, and and then the news, and then the news recording. is broadcasting it somehow. <laughs> and there's bodies like floating in past like the camera in the water, and you're like, how's that phone still uh, <laughs> still uh, transmitting that thing? Classic M Night. Doesn't it matter, is, he'd say. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It's it's really bad in this. So anyway, this goes on for some time. There's yeah. attempted escapes. They fail. Um, there's back and forth. And then, of course, there's like, wait a minute. I remember you, Rupert Grint. You 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 you, you, you hate you crime to me. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, this guy glassed me in the back of the head at a bar. You son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. So this is this is all an elaborate revenge ploy. And you're like, yeah. that's that seems nonsensical. But mm-hmm. sure, I mean, this whole thing sounds nonsensical. Sure, it does. So more people get killed. People try to get away. People get guns. Dave mm-hmm. Batista gets shot hiding behind the shower curtain, but he hammers people. And then finally, because he's the last one left, mm-hmm. he he's like, well, "Are you going to kill your? Are you going to make a choice?" And then they mm-hmm. go, no. Even though you can very tell clearly which one's going to make that choice. Yeah. Like after the second one, you're like, oh yeah, this guy's going to do it. Because the other yeah, guys, he's going to break. A, a human was he a human rights lawyer? The one yeah. who's not. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so but Batista kills himself, and you go because he had, you feel a little bad for him because you're like he's just a he's like a school teacher, RJ. He's yeah, um, and he yeah. And he's, well, doing for, he's, doing, he's doing he's doing for he's doing he's doing he's doing it for the little kids. You're he's like, doing it for the kids. Yeah, it's like, man, what a good guy. Yeah. He just wants to do what's best for the kids. Yeah. I, and, uh, I watched this with Andy, and she, she brought up the human rights thing where they're like, the whole world will die, and it'll just be you, your husband, and your daughter. And that guy's like, kids die every day. He's like, so he's like, maybe this is a cure to that. And Andrew's like, wow. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that seems odd. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, the guy's just blowing off the argument. Yes. Because he, he doesn't think it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, exactly. But it's like, right. what an argument. Well, I mean, that what sounds like some, that that's something that people see on Twitter. I mean, yeah. this, this sounds like something very like most people would probably say something just as dumb. Say, so you ever and, been to war torn Congo? Kids are dying every all the time, and you're just like, whoa, okay. So yeah, and then we start getting this like oh, oh yeah, I forgot the planes falling planes out of the falling sky. From the sky. And then there's a pandemic, and then there's volcanoes or something. Eight planes all fall out of the sky, like the same place. And you're just like, oh, M. Night, you're you're the best. Uh, Yeah, then there's like a plague, and you're like, oh, man. And you're supposed to go like, in the theater, just like. So I got, I, 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 I got to say. That's that stuff is in the book. That's not just M Night. Like the presentation, the presentation sure. of eight planes falling. That's M Night. But the 
There was a thing where it's like they pull on the TV and there's planes falling out of the sky and you're just like, oh, yeah. okay. I mean, Stephen King would definitely bust that kind of thing out too. It's not. Yep. Uh, I'm, yep. I'm bringing the author it's, of this. It's the but... presentation and it's like when they come out of the house and there's like a plane falling in the sky over top of them and there's like fire beside them and it's like, oh wow, yeah. things are so getting the, really hairy yeah. here. So th- there's this real like feeling that like this is the end of the world for, that that we can yeah. even see just from this cabin in the woods in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then a choice is made, yeah. And then everything's fine, and there's musical interludes, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> "This is great!" And you're like, "What?" And yeah, this movie made Kim really mad because she's like, "It makes all the fucking crazy people think they're right." This is the validation. This gives them the green light. Everything that yep. they're, they're, they're doing is correct. <laughs> this is yeah. not what the world needs right now. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, I don't know if these people need like a movie to, to tell them they're right. I think they already know mm. that they're right. I think the movie will be like part of the plan, or see, yeah. they probably think that it's um, a distraction, so they're, mm. they're 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 focusing on the movie rather than like the the initiative, um, or whatever <laughs> mechanisms that they need to put into place. Anyways, so yeah, this movie I just thought like that ending left such a bad taste in my mouth. That weird like tonal stuff in it. And like the, the fact everything's just okay now, and it's just like oh, so I don't know. And you're like, the, look how look how self the, and in the vision in the future, yeah, is that the 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 man remaining with the daughter, he yeah. never remarries, he never meets anyone of course, else, of course, yes, because it's more romantic. Well, it's it's, um, it's more romantic, but also like yeah, there's no, uh, it's better this way. You have to forbid that impulse you have. It, it's what, weird. Sexuality. Yes, that's like I think like part of the implication yeah. in this. And you're like, what is what is this? And I I, don't, I guess like there's like a lot of way to interpret this vague movie. Sure. Um, but you're just like it's just like uh, whatever. I never I'll never think about this after this recording this, ever yeah. again. Yeah. So I think uh, I think I talked about the book when I read it on the podcast like four years ago, maybe okay. like, before it was ever announced of it of being a movie. This is Paul Tremblay. He's um a high school teacher. He teaches math or something somewhere in the States. Do you think he was imagining and... himself like making the sacrifice to save his kids? No, because the book ends different. Oh, and, and so like that. And that's the thing. Like, I think the book ending is better, actually. But like I read this, it's it, it was it's not a big book. It was like 200 pages or something like that. Oh, I read it in like a day or two. This is the and head full of ghosts guy. Yes. Yes, it is. Which that, that movie was has allegedly never come... supposed to be an Oz Perkins movie. Uh, allegedly. And now, it's, ta- and now it's he was attached. Well, now it's nothing. Yeah. Um, general release and, date. See, I read that book too, and that was another one. All this massive hype over it, and I was like, some of it is good, but like, I didn't like a big chunk of it. Headful of Ghosts would really work. Uh, I think two years ago, in like the the social climate that was two years ago with like, or maybe a couple more, whereas like um true crime podcasts and stuff, I think would have really fit. It would have fit that niche, but anyways, this book was short, two hundred fifty pages or something. I read it in like two days. And I'm not really a fast reader, but there was something about it. But the entire time I was reading it, I was like, I don't know. Like, so there is like what what you pointed out before. Like, there's this big kind of emphasis on the two guys uh, being together and having an adopted daughter. And then it's like, oh, that guy's the hate prime guy. And it's really, really heavy 
handed where it's just like it, where it's like how come two guys can't adopt a daughter and it's like no one's saying you can't it's like go ahead do it like nobody cares or like i mean there are people who care but fuck them just do it anyways who gives a shit mm-hmm. yeah. um and i i just thought it was like really like i was like i get it I was like, they're two gay guys. I understand. I was like, I don't have a problem with that. Whatever. And they just like kept going after it. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, I'm sure for like some people reading this, they'd be like, this is very transgressive. Yes, I'm sure. But like for a dude like me, it's like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Like as, as long as you're doing consensual stuff with people, I don't give a shit. Just get out RJ, there and do it. Is, is, uh, would you say love is love? Love is love. Yeah, go hit it, man. Go do your thing, girl. Whatever. I don't... As long as you leave me alone and, like, don't try to kiss me, then I'm fine. That's good. Go do your thing. Because I don't consent to kissing. No kiss, no smooches on this mouth. Too many germs. Um. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so there's that. I didn't really love that. But the ending of the book, if I remember... Now, I read this, like, five years ago. But I'm pretty sure what happens is uh, th- the kid dies unintentionally. And like, like cause something happens where she gets hit by the stray bullet or something mm. and she dies, but the apocalypse stuff is still happening. And then the two dads are like, Hey, one of our family members died. And, uh, the Batista guy before he goes out, he's just like, yeah, but she wasn't killed by you guys as a sacrifice. It was unintentional. So it doesn't count. And the two guys are like, fuck this. And they just leave. And then like the world is crumbling around them and they're like, we're not going to kill each other. Fuck this world. And uh, that, I, I'm pretty sure that's how the book ended. And I was like, that's kind of, I was like, I like that one a lot better than uh, this happy ending. I guess, but. I mean, yeah, it's, there's, that could there's be this, a night ending. Well, there, there is this element, right? Because it, it is supposed to be like this um, Old Testament horror element to yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Where you're like, well, this happens. Like every every generation or something happens. And some family is set up to make this choice. And it's not right, but it is what it is. It's uh the guiding force of the universe just demands a sacrifice be made by a family to, to keep the continuity of everything else going. And so is this, this idea that, ah, the two gay guys messed it all up for the rest of us. Is that like, that's like the movie you go, what? (laughs) Cause you're like, we don't need that old Testament anymore. (laughs) Everything's going to die. It's, it's about, I mean, I guess that that's, that's the story. That's the joke. That's the joke. I don't know. There's no winning on this one. I just go. I agree. I go. What is this? What is this? Knock at the cabin. Door. It's an it's an M night man. Yeah. It's, it's an it was... M night kind of deal. Yeah. You know. But peculiar, anyways. peculiar moralist man that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, RJ, what else you been watching this month? Horror movies. Shit. Uh. I don't know. Do you want to talk about things we've both watched? Should I tell you about... Is there anything that I've seen that you want to know about now? Like, no one will save you. VHS viral. Scooby-Doo. How was, Random how was, Max of Viral. How, how, how was Cooties? Cooties? Cooties is okay. It's not great. Um, Cooties is... But there was... I watched it with Andrea because I was like, this sounds like an Andy pick. It actually had a lot of um unexpected gore. Like, a lot of, like, bones breaking out of arms and, like, kids, like, gnawing on guts. And I was like, oh, interesting. Cooties is uh, Elijah Wood. He's a substitute teacher, but he's writing a novel. And this movie opens up with him. He's like, the boat was haunted, but he loved the boat. And you're just like, oh, okay. And it's very, like, 
it's like he he's not a good writer he's very bad but he goes to his hometown he's a substitute teacher and he goes to a school where his like old crush works there and that's played by allison pill and then like rain wilson is the pe teacher and jack mcbriar is a teacher there and like um uh l's in it Lee Winnell is in this. Actually, he's the principal, and he is the best actor in this movie. He is so good. There's a couple jokes in this that, like, I just thought were really funny. Also, Jorge Garcia is in this. This is the second one I've watched of him um, from Lost. You know Hugo? Yeah. You remember he's Hugo? He's the, you remember Hugo? He's the crossing guard. So Elijah Wood goes to the school, and then what happens is there's, like, um there's a cooties outbreak and all the kids turn into zombies and they start killing uh, oh, all those all the that, adults is that happens when you get cooties well that's that's how they describe it in this uh because they're like cooties and it's like the kids all have it but none of the parents uh none of the adults have it and there's like one girl who is um in her adulthood and uh who is a student and she doesn't have cooties that's the best that's oh. the easiest way i could, I, I could she, she's okay. menstruating yes uh so she doesn't have cooties either so it's all the kids and they're just killing uh, all oh, the parents yeah. but late uh lee, lee winnell is in this he's the principal or, or um uh, or the uh, like uh vice principal or what something like that right and um there's this like ongoing bit where uh he's like talking and then he'll look at a character like this girl who's not doing anything he's like quiet he's like i'm talking and like she's not saying anything and it's this bizarre joke that just keeps coming up like two or three times in this movie and every time it happened i was like good joke I was like, well, I like okay that. so i'm looking at the the creative team that brought us cooties okay. uh carrie yes. mernian and uh -huh. jonathan millot so they've got three movies here like feature films they got cooties yeah. they have a movie called bushwick which uh, yeah let, let me just read this the new civil war has begun when an unknown military force invades bushwick a brooklyn neighborhood young student lucy and war veteran stoop must rely on each other to escape and survive um a very popular review for this film is that when you order john carpenter and the waiter brings you uve bowl oh man interesting remember, remember uve bowl punchlines I mean, I never saw in any of his movies. I've heard all of those, but um... I've seen them. They're not as bad as people say. They're not great, but he he, he gets picked on. I'm glad he beat those people up in the boxing match. Interesting. <laughs> Do you remember that? Remember that? Remember this, Ajay? Oh, I I remember. I remember. Well, because so he had like these these online critics that would like just dog him. He he challenged them to like a boxing match, and these guys went okay, but they don't realize it's like man's trained in boxing and yep. he just you basically just allowed yourself to get into a ring and sign a disclosure and be like oh yeah, this would be funny all these guys gonna beat you up because he, <laughs> he's crazy and it's i, don't know, I, I thought that was very uh unintended that's kind of like i i don't like joe rogan but it's kind of like when when wesley snipes was like i'd fight joe rogan and joe rogan was like okay and then wesley snipes was like nah no I, i'm good but I don't know if you see the Bushwick. Did you see who is the lead character in Bushwick playing uh, Stoop? I did, I did not see. Is it Lee Winnell? Batista. No, come yes. on. And then, and then I look at this movie Becky from 2020, and I see this picture, and I'm like, "Is that Big Show? Is that, is Big that Show White? in the poster? I know, but it's not. It's Kevin James. But I look oh, at this wow. poster, and I go, "Is that Big Show? 
And was it in fact Big Show? No, it's it's Kevin James. But it's also oh, this shit. movie's also got uh, Joel McHale. Yeah, Joel McHale. I like Joel McHale. He's in he uh when he's cast well, um he's very good. I think Jeff, Jeff from Community. I mean, or... when he's cast as the Jeff from Community, he's really good. He was good at when he was playing Chevy Chase in that movie. Like that was a good fit for him. I mean, uh, so anyways, Cooties Cooties was alright. Like okay. I'm not gonna recommend Cooties to anybody, mm. if you know what I mean. Like, I think I know. I think I understand. It was okay. It was uh. It was an hour and a half of just mindless. Uh, a lot of it. Well, one thing that you would probably like is there's like Rain Wilson and he's just like punching kids and like like uh, like batting kids in the head and stuff. And you're just like, hey, that's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my speed. Yeah, and it's like I was saying, there was um unexpected gore in this where it's just like yeah, like kids' heads getting blown up because Rain Wilson like kicks a soccer ball and it blows that's up their heads. Cr- it's kind of crazy that Cooties came out nine years ago. Yeah, well, I saw this on Netflix as, like, recommended. It was like, you may like this. Because, like, on my Netflix, all I watch is, like, horror stuff. And I was like, Elijah Wood, cooties. I was like, what the hell is this thing? Um, uh, yeah, I remember yeah. Uh, that being talked about, uh, I think, when Elijah Wood was promoting his Maniac movie. And be like, ah, oh, Coot- mm. cooties is coming out next. Yeah, yeah. Because like, uh... I think, isn't this, what's the studio that put this out? No, Spe- no. Oh, uh, Spectre Vision. Uh, the, the folks that Spectre Vision. Spectre Vision. Uh, the the company that because it's a uh, Leisure Woods company. Come I remember Daddy. him talking about this. Mandy, yeah. uh, Color Out of Space. Daniel isn't real. And let, 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 at least we forget the Greasy Strangler. Oh, Come to Daddy is not a Spectre Vision. It is not. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Never mind. Never mind. Fuck, fuck you then. Fuck you. Fuck hey, I, I hear you like aliens. Oh, baby. I wow. like aliens. What if I told you? The movie's you all the rage right now. No one You're... will save you. Oh, I thought you meant alien ween. Oh. Uh, yeah, I watched No One Will Save You. Do you know anything about this movie? I, I know it's like uh, G.I. Joe number 21, the Snake Guy silent issue. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you know the gimmick or not. Like, yeah. I could see you either being on board with this or thinking it's really stupid. Um, okay. So, for anyone who doesn't know, this is an alien movie. And there's no dialogue in this movie. So, you get o- opening with uh, a gal who is, like, um, she's in tons of stuff. Like, I can't remember her name, but, like, I see her all the time in movies and, and <laughs> things like that. Uh, Kate, Caitlin Dever? Dever? Dever. Whatever. Yeah, she's oh, in she's in Booksmart. of shit. Yeah. And J. Edgar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Short-term 12. Bad teacher. Yeah, she's in... Laggies. Tons. Tons of shit. Like Every, everyone the loves t- these the movies. Tim Allen show, after Home Improvement, the one where he has three girls. She was one of the three girls. Ah, ah, yeah. yeah. She's in tons of stuff. Uh, but um, what was I gonna say? Uh, so it's her. She was in like a farmhouse somewhere like Maine or Pennsylvania. It's like near a lake. Uh, so she lives in a farmhouse by herself, and it opens up, and she's kind of like kind of like humming and like doing crafts and stuff like that. She goes into town. She, when she goes into town, she's very kind of like closed off. It's like, is this gal agoraphobic? 
or something. Like, uh, she gets out of her car for a second, throws something in the mailbox, gets in and drives away and tries to, like, hide herself. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what's going on with this. And then she goes to bed. Home invasion, Jared. And if you watch the trailer to this, I watched the trailer with Andy before it started. I was like, I wonder if you'd like this. Let's watch the preview. And it's just like, there are 34,000 or 3,400 home evasions in America in a year. It's like, this is not like any of those. And you're just like, oh, shit. You're like, how's this one different? So uh, <laughs> she she goes to bed and she hears like creaks and cracks and she goes and looks and her front door is open. And then she hears the the little pitter pats of uh, feet, like bare feet. And you're just like, oh, weird. Um, Did she hear a, ch- a children giggle? No giggling, no giggling. <laughs> but you could hear like the little like frog feet on uh it's like when you're barefoot sweaty and you're on like hardwood, you're just like, Oh yeah, that's kinda of froggy. Um I think this movie was made by someone like Tarantino who was really into feet. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a lot of exaggerated close ups of feet in this and it's just like, hmm. Yeah, you could just really imagine someone just sitting back and being like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's, it's time to masturbate. I, I don't know, dude. It's just there's a lot of close-ups on feet. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> so she like there's hears like... something and she's she's going up the stairs and she takes her her bare feet out of slippers because it's quieter and there's like a real yeah. emphasis on her little feet. Yeah, there is. And then she like she like the floorboard creaks and then she runs to her room and then the door opens and you kind of see a body in it and she's like hiding and the body comes in sniffing. And then the body's feet come down, and then they're like, they're a- it's an alien, Jared. This is aliens. And yeah. then the feet is like this kind of like, it looks like calamari. It's just like, yeah. and it's like digits all come out, and then it's real emphasis on that. And it's like, we know they're an alien. I don't know oh. if you need to show its feet in such emphasis. Okay. So, I mean, that, that's, that's less horny. There's a, well, I was so, oh, into that tentacle so, stuff. Some, some people are into that. And especially tentacle feet, Jarrett. Tentacle feet. I mean, yeah. wild and yeah. wild and. So, anyways, this alien guy is like tormenting her in the house. She, uh, she, she bests it. She kills that alien dude, yeah. and uh, she tries to leave, but all all the electricity is dead. So she gets on her bike, bikes into town, and um, she has a weird interaction with a lady. The lady spits in her face, and she's like. Okay, I guess I'll just bike back home. Like she, she like doesn't talk to him, and she's like gonna go report it to the police. But then on her way home, she notices there's like all the other acreages are like kind of like uh, yeah, disheveled, and yeah. it's like oh, what's going on here? And she's like oh shit, the aliens are everywhere. Oh so it's no! Like, it started on the outskirts and it's moving in. So she goes back to her house, and uh, he has to fight off uh, more aliens. And you get a real, you get a real um like uh variety there's the standard gray and then there's little guy with big arms he's kind of like an orangutan or like a gibbon like uh like a primate (laughs) that swings and you're just like oh cool uh and then you get um telekinetic alien and then you get big behemoth guy who's got like incredibly long arms and he kind of just like is like and he's got like massive arms and you're like oh okay he's like Uh, what uh, you have, have to say that again. What was he like? Oh. He's just got to run around. Sometimes, um, sometimes our sounds get uh, blown out on Discord. Craig doesn't like them. He doesn't like that. us to get loud and animalistic. Just uh, he can't take control. Craig can't control his narrative. You know what nope. I mean? 
So anyways, there's a bunch of bunch of these monsters and she fights them all and stuff like that. And then you're kind of the whole time you're like, why'd that old lady spit in her face? Um, and why is this gal so alone? And uh, Andrea's like, uh, she she had a good observation. She's like, there's no dialogue to emphasize how alone this girl is. She's got nobody. And I was like, oh, OK. And that's why the movie's called No One Will Save You. And uh, Jared, we got a grief monster on our hand. What? Uh, you ever heard of uh, grief and loss and guilt monsters? No. How? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is aliens, but this is a, a guilt monster, um, which I, is a tag I've used a lot more than I thought I would this month. This is a guilt monster movie. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Super. Uh, I mean, it's not bad. I think it is actually pretty good, and I think the no dialogue thing works um pretty effectively like when you're like 20 minutes into it you're like hey no one's talked yet um and then you're like oh i guess that's what this movie is i don't think it's distracting and i don't think it's like flashy or showy in a way where you're just kind of like uh you're like that's pretentious just kind of a it's just a thing that is there there is a line of dialogue later um to absolve the guilt monster in some way uh i mean i didn't mind it it's an alien movie it's a decent alien movie um nobody's gonna be giving this thing four stars that's crazy don't do that some, some do some do i think you would maybe give it a two and a half you'd be like yeah it's all right um i don't know maybe you give it a three stars i liked it because i really like aliens but um i could see the non-alien crowd just kind of being like well well yeah so i don't know what about you you did you watch any movies uh i i watched a corpse pick Uh oh meatball machine sounds cool movies from uh japan uh they came from beyond capable of making biomechanical weapons out of human flesh alien parasites grotesquely invade the earth turning their hosts into maniacal killers who seek and destroy each other to the bloody death and yes, it's also a human love story, even though the budding romance romantics are infested with slimy tumor-like globules. Man, I've a- been there. Accurate. So this is from 2005. This kind of belongs to, like, there was, like, a cycle of these uh, super cheap uh, Japanese, like, trashy splatter horror movies that came out. Like, God, was yeah. it Tokyo Gore Police? Mm-hmm. Meatball Machine? There's a couple other ones. But this one I maybe vaguely remember seeing but then i saw the name meatball machine and went no not not back then not back when you didn't have mm-hmm. Tubi, where this is for free available <laughs> in subtitle form mm-hmm. i mean i guess it's like do you want a in color uh goopy tetsuo um that, that's I what think, this is i think i'm okay without Okay. But, this uh, is this is this is some real like Tetsuo of the Iron Man, which is cool. I like that. Okay. I like I like back uh back alley in Japan fight like monster movie fights with just yeah. people and they're shooting missiles at each other. Uh the armor's cool, they're just killing people. Little girls mm-hmm. even get killed accidentally. Um I don't know. It's super it's back to basics uh sort of filmmaking. It's not too bad. I like this. It's a, okay. it's a good it's a good pick. Interesting. A lot of fun to be had. Um, again, not much stands out to me right now. 
yeah, good. But you know what was like? Actually, like I was surprised how uh, much I liked this and how good it was. Is Haunt from 2019? Uh, you watched this, I believe, in the uh, context of Joe Bob Briggs. I did watch the Joe Bob of this, and uh, I remember. I don't know if I made a review of it or anything, but I, no, I remember. No, you didn't. You didn't log. Yeah, you logged it, but you didn't give it a rating. You just kind of. I, I definitely it. talked about it on the podcast. Uh, I think I remember being like, "The monsters are cool." It's yeah. like I like the monsters. Well, the the people, the people. Well. Sometimes man is the real monster. The real you know what I mean? <laughs> so th- th- this movie, uh, who's the, uh, one of the writers, so Brian Woods, uh, he he did this haunt. He also wrote that boogeyman that we just watched. Oh, yeah. A, a, a Quiet Place and um, 65, that movie with oh, uh, Adam the Driver. The dinosaur thriller. Yeah, nobody's into that much, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of went into this just being like, ah, eh, I kind of want to watch like a, a movie about haunts. I've watched these documentaries about it. I've watched these, uh, hell house LLCs, whatever. I'll put this on. We'll see what happens. And I'm watching and I'm like, yeah, this seems fine. This is good enough. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this movie is about this girl who's got a abusive boyfriend, uh, that yeah. she's just broken up with. And her friends are kind of dragging her out to do Halloween stuff. Uh, she meets this guy there who's like a big baseball-looking dude. And, you know, they hit it off. And there's this really obnoxious dude who you're like, oh, I can't wait for him to die. He's got that is it TJ Miller vibe. He's got some of that going on. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so they, are, they go for a drive, and she thinks... There's a truck following that could be her, like angry now ex boyfriend following, and then she can They kind of lose the truck, and they just happen to come across this haunt in the middle of nowhere, with a light up sign and everything. They just happen to come across it, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta check this out." It's got a Yelp review, um, oh, really? which is funny because uh, people want to say, "Oh, that's good enough," and it's all in the moon. He's all going to go to the Red Cross. Very good. So. They go and they encounter in the parking lot this clown who doesn't talk. That's his deal. He doesn't talk. He just collects their phone, says you have to put it into this box before you go in. No pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can collect your stuff when you leave. Uh, the, this party of six people, I think, they mm-hmm. go into this like warehouse uh, that's been turned into a Halloween haunt. Mm-hmm. And things go downhill from there. Oh, no. Because the whole time you're like, oh, there's these, you know, these spooky specter type of people, but they're all employees of the haunt. Mm-hmm. They don't talk, and you're told the rules. No interacting with the performers, um, and just do what they're do what you're told, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But of course, because it's a horror movie, not everything is as it seems. And then you get into some some pretty wicked violence. <laughs> and some, some stuff. and some sweet ass ghouls. Uh, you get some. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't, don't want to spoil it because I think There's people should watch this. A lot of people have watched this, and it seems like it's it hits people differently. Some people are underwhelmed. Some people are like they say this is like decent. I, I, I'd give this like a seven out of ten, which is actually mm-hmm. like high praise in this economy. Sure, just uh, in this economy. In. Yeah, but yeah, no, this movie's oh. like pretty straightforward. Uh, yeah. 
spooky and uh yeah the antagonists are pretty awesome and I, the whole time i was like shit i want i want to see a haunt too but this movie kind of finishes up in a way where you're like yeah the, we'll never see one maybe unless plans change but anyway yeah i can see this yeah. catching on as time goes on because it's got clowns in the poster yeah. uh you, you get a devil you get a devil guy you get a ghost guy um, a couple of clowns a witch they they, they do stuff Bad I mean, things. A lot, very mean. These are mean yes. people. These are mean dudes. Yeah. So anyway, I'm uh, mean bad dudes. I'm always uh, I'm down with the clowns. I know you are. Yeah. And I mean, if Hell House could get four films, this is exactly the kind of thing that yeah. Shutter should kind of pick up. And like, I'm surprised they haven't because it was shown on Joe Bob. Like, yeah. Well, that's on and... Prime. Well, yeah, but uh, Prime uh, Amazon owns owns Shutter now. Hey, I don't know if you knew that. What's that? Amazon owns Shutter. Isn't isn't Shutter owned by AMC? Which is also owned by Amazon. <laughs> did, did, or are you? It's like those are, are channels on Amazon now. Well, yeah, they probably pay a fee for that yeah. though. But I, I do. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think they just like like they just said, oh, you can watch your stuff you're already paying for. You can get it through Amazon. Right. I think that's yeah, okay. it. Maybe just facilitates. I think that's all. Is, they're a facilitator. I don't think they own it though. I'm pretty oh, positive they I don't. thought I thought yeah. they did for some reason. No. But, uh, I mean, so, but it being on Joe Bob, Joe Bob does two kinds of things on Last Drive-In now. He does the movies he wants to talk about, and then he does Shudder movies sometimes. Promotes the new movie. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes they overlap, but, like, uh, um, I think he was all right with the with Haunt. And, um, like, sometimes there's movies on there you can tell. He, he And he even says, he's like, I don't know, one out of four stars. He's like, it's a Shudder movie. And you're just like, all right. <laughs> At least he's honest about it. Um <laughs> And but, Shudder uh, goes, fuck you, Joe Bob. He's like, Joe Bob, we, we gave you a new life, pal. Bill, Bill um, Shudder. I tried my Bill, best. Bill Shudder comes in there and you go, damn. Joe Bob, why are you always so mean to me? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Haunt's cool. It's a good yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I was a uh, yeah, pleasant surprise. But, so, of course, like, I, I mean, but, if Hell House could have more. Well, of course, I you know I rolled the dice and I was like, "Shit!" Wasn't there like some other uh, haunt themed like horror movies that came out all within like a year? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, Hell Fest, <laughs> from oh, 2018, yeah. from one Gregory Plotkin, who uh, whose claims to fame are like Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension." Of course, of course, of course. This movie yeah. is about what, more close to what you'd expect for the kind of blahness of like what a this type of movie would be mm-hmm. uh fun going in hell getting out yeah on halloween night at a horror theme park a costume killer begins slaying innocent patrons who believe that it's all part of the festivities and was so, it they're just at this gigantic carnival complex on halloween it's impossibly large, it seems. Like, they're at an actual amusement park, I guess. Uh, Tony Todd is in this for, like, a hot second. Uh, there's this one actor... What's their name? Bex Taylor Klaus? Of course. I don't know. She's, she's in this favorites. for a band. I don't know. She's she's, she's comedic relief. Uh, I couldn't tell you really much about any of the people in this looking back. It's just like, oh, Amy Forsyth. She was in CODA. I guess that's an Academy Award-winning film. Um, I mean, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie is just about a girl comes home to visit her friends or eh, coming back to college because, you know, tragedy. 
something not something vague and then they go and then there's a serial killer it's very like i know what you did last summer like it's more than that mm-hmm. that line of slasher where this guy and a guy in a hoodie with just like a, yeah. a mask that i think one person letterbox called it looks like it's like a potato and they're going around killing people just stabbing them nothing too any nothing too Potatoes exciting okay. taking on bathroom do- stall doors um i don't know like there's a guillotine that turns into a real guillotine and whatever. Cool? No. And, oh, and then God. the movie has a twist where you're like, Oh man, it's just a guy who's the killer with a family. And you're just like, who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. This, uh, he's, he's a regular guy like you and me. Yeah. This one's bad. This was not That's good. Bad. This is, this is no haunt. Oh. No style kind of just drags on characters are completely not memorable. Yeah. Haunt, though. That's where the action's at. Yeah, Haunt's pretty cool. Uh, hey, do you know Allison Williams? Uh, I've seen some films with her. Well, I've seen three Allison Williams movies this month. Uh, well, so there's Get Out, there's Mithrigan. Yeah, and... the other one? The Perfection. Oh, what is that movie about? It's time to face the music. When troubled musical prodigy Charlotte seeks out Elizabeth, the new star pupil of her former school, the encounter sends both musicians down a sinister path with shocking consequences. So the bad guy in this is Stephen Weber from Wings and and one of the go-to guys for Stephen King. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I didn't really recognize Stephen Weber for like a really long time while I was watching this. I, I just you were did almost not. done, and you went, oh, shit. Yeah, and I went, oh, shit, that's Anton? <laughs> like, oh, my God, <laughs> Stephen Weber. And then, anyway, so Allison Williams, she's, like, a, a celloist, and mm-hmm. she's back on the scene because the mom that she had, like, nursed for the last 20 years has finally died. Mm-hmm. And she's come back. She goes to Shanghai uh, to, get, to kind of ins- uh, put herself back into the, the cello world with this Anton guy. And, of course, there's the new, like, prodigy, prodigy uh uh, Lizzie, played by uh, Logan Browning, who sure. one of her credits is Bratz. Anyway, she's fine in this. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, uh, these two, they really hit it off, RJ. Very Please much. They hit it off sexually. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they 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 uh they make out they, they, oh, a little shit. bit a little bit more than that. Yeah. Well, wow. they're they're really into each other. Sure. And then, of course, there's like this like mention about a mysterious disease that's going around in uh, Shanghai. It's like airborne. Is it 2018? Oh. Is it 2018? Something's in the air, RJ. Um, Something's in the air, all right. And then things just don't see aren't what they seem. There's a real uh, nasty bus ride involving lots of vomit and maggots, maggots, and uh, bits of okay. sick. Um, and axes come into play because you have to get rid of the appendage that is infected. Well, but then, they, been, and then, but it does like this weird, like rewind trick where it's like, yeah. and say, well, this is what you were, what you missed the first time with new footage. <laughs> and they do this more than once. I'm sure they do. Yeah. So anyway, this is uh, a lot of people mentioned Boxing Helena uh, when mentioning this, and I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. And then you get to the end, and you go, "Oh, the perfection." That doesn't was happen. it in fact perfect? No, no. Mm. I don't know. 
I, I gave this bad boy a two and a half. It's created. watchable, but yeah. nothing too great. The final image is kind of neat, I mm-hmm. guess. You kind of go, oh, okay. But then I'm like, I don't know. That might be enough for some people. That might get yeah. them real like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that's really what I was always hoping for with this yeah. thing. Misdirection of expectation. But I don't know. Who, who directed this? Is Richard Shepard fellow? Uh, some documentaries, uh, a bunch of movies you've never heard of. Pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I've well, always thought that that was well, pretty cool. You know, the only documentary I, I know of, uh, of the stuff that he's done is I Knew It Was You Rediscovering John Cazell, which came out mm. in 2009. Holy crap. That's a long time ago. It's that oh, guy. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. And I never watched it. So anyway, yeah, The Perfection. More Allison Williams. She's... Is she a scream? Is, is, she, is she a scream queen? No. Allison no. Williams? No, not at all. She doesn't no. fit that role. No. She people, in Get Out right. and Megan, she fits that, but she's not a scream queen in either of those. I don't think. Well, you see, you're supposed to just call them Let's scream queens because they're in, they're in, she's in three horror movies. I'm not gonna play by that rule. You know? Will you play by the rule of the movie Dark Harvest? Which Depends. is which is on Amazon was is there released any on harvesting in this film. No, it's bullshit. Okay. Actually, uh, so this movie came out on October thirteenth. Okay. Uh, David Slade, the director of the Thirty oh. Days of Night movie, yeah, yeah. Hard Candy. Remember, everyone loved Hard Candy. Did he do um, Killing uh, um, Smoking Aces? Isn't that David Slade? Nope, that is oh, not. The fuck made uh, did some did some uh, Black Mirror recently? There's the oh, one yeah. that that Bandersnatch. Oh, uh, the uh, Choose Your Own Adventure one? Yes. Yeah, did that. Oh, okay. uh, Twilight Saga Eclipse. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a story in the Nightmare Cinema anthology that I haven't seen yet. I wonder if that's streaming anywhere. Uh, I think it's streaming um, on Updog. Updog. Yeah. Do you know about that? Uh, it is on Tubi. Oh, Holy moly. Can anyone Please take Tubi in our things just so that we can. It's not wasted. All we do is promote Tubi. I know. Somebody, please. Please. It can't come from us. Somebody else has to go out there. And I'm not like, I'm not begging you to do stuff. It's just like, we are a Tubi podcast. And I feel like they need to know. That's all. We should be the Tubi troopers. We're going to go spine spine by spine in order of release on Tubi. On Tubi? Yeah. More like the Tubi poopers, am I right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Dark Harvest. Yeah, is it a good one? <laughs> the tagline for this film, evil stalks. That's probably, on. I'm sure it does. In a, okay, listen to this. Mm-hmm. To me, this movie screams RJ pick. So this is oh. based on a novel called Dark okay. Harvest. Oh, I know in that a, book. Yeah. In a cursed town. The annual harvest becomes a brutal battle for survival. On yeah. Halloween 1963, Dawtooth Jack, a terrifying legend, rises from the cornfields, threatening the town's children. Groups of boys unite to defeat the murderous scarecrow from uh, before midnight. Richie, a rebellious outcast, joins the run, motivated by his brother's previous victory. 
As the hunt progresses, Richie makes a shocking discovery and faces a pivotal choice to break the relentless cycle. So the high school in this is uh, Bradbury High? Mm-hmm. Because of course it is. Oh, yeah. No, I know all about this book because it is very um, Ray Bradbury-ish. And uh, yeah. It's, uh, I, yeah, I've heard about this um, before, too. Um, I've wanted to read the book. I didn't. Uh, I don't know if I knew they made a movie on this. Well, I mean, it just came out. Just, ah, okay. just. I wasn't really a fan of this movie. That's fine. It's, you don't uh, have to be. It's so, it just feels off. Like, it okay. doesn't feel like an alternate world, which yeah. it is, right? Like, this is like, kind of like, oh, this should feel different than it does. But it's like, oh, it's all, it's a, it's a period piece. And there's like no real like reason, like, why are these people, why can't they leave the town? And they're, mm-hmm. they, they have to like make a, they have to make a pumpkin man. <laughs> and they fight, they, they eat him. And then they, but they just kill people like it's the purge. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand um, that part don't of it. Worry about and they fucking fun. and they fucking changed the ending from the book. Another in a way where I'm like, what? You're like they changed it from what? And I looked it up and I went, oh, I think I like the book ending better than what I got, and that adds to my kind of like displeasure. Now I yeah my I don't know I don't know if I I don't feel like I have the definitive say on this movie at all I just know I didn't care for it very much but you might like this you might this might be more uh, your thing I you have, might give it more of a try but you might just prefer to read the book I've wanted the book for a while because I've I saw it or saw the book a long time ago I was like sounds like Ray Bradbury I'm into that I'd, yep. I'd love to read that but it just never happened yeah so eventually oh. You know who's also in this? Uh, Jeremy Davies. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's doing double time this month, running around between movies. Yeah, he's in lots of stuff. Yeah. I never never realized it. And then suddenly he's in everything. Some of these dudes are just... Lots of lost lost alumni. Hugo. Faraday. Faraday, he's... uh... Yeah, we were watching this or watching Black Phone, and I was like, "Is that Elliot from ET?" And I was like, "No, that's the other guy who looks like Elliot from ET." <laughs> uh, Who's the okay? That kid. We'll talk about Black Phone hopefully tonight because I don't even sure. know how long we've been talking. But well, that's nine kid, o'clock. Yeah, that little kid looks so much like an actor, and I haven't had time to like look him up. In it's Black the Black guy Black. who. Yeah, he's the kid who like. The, see, he looks like this actor, and I, mm. I'll figure this out. He looks like Bill Maher. But not Bill Maher. It's the guy who kind of looks like Bill Maher, and he was like an uh, yeah, yeah. '80s '90s guy. But I'm like, who the fuck is this? And like, he's been driving me nuts because he—it's really—it's a little odd. And because yeah. every time they do this like shot of him, I go, "Oh fuck, it looks like that guy." Which movie is that though? I, I think uh, I think you're talking about Batista. Batista? Oh yeah, Bill. Yeah. I get those two confused all the time. I know you do. It's uh, it's not your fault, man. They look just no. alike. Yeah, just, just alike. alike. So here's the thing. Nine o'clock. You want to yeah. go for a little bit longer? Good. Do you, you need to go take care of something? Yeah, I mean, I might need a, a Metal Gear Solid 5 well, just we'll to be, uh, check we'll on back. the wife, eat some beef jerky, and then I can come back for a bit. Well, we'll be back in no time for our dear listeners. We're just flying through the films, RJ. Just oh, flying. All the but, films. Um, I mean, I don't even know how long we've been talking for. Who knows? We'll know. Extended periods. Extended periods, many, many yeah. times, many mm-hmm. times. 
Well, I don't know. Uh, did we talk about a few couple more movies that we've both seen? Sure. We, we haven't talked about Pearl, right? We have not talked about Pearl. Pearl, Ty West, Mia uh-huh. Goth, The Phenom. Uh-huh. People just won't shut the fuck up about Mia Goth. They just fucking... Or Ty West. Well, no, no one cares about Ty West. He is merely the vehicle to which they get more Mia Goth. Mia Goth. <laughs> yeah. I am aware. I am well aware. Remember X? Remember I X? remember X. That was, that was a good time. Well, this is the prequel, sure. uh, I guess, of, of a trilogy, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't um, know what the third one would be about, but okay. Maxine? Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a throwback to Vice Squad from the looks of it. And Do something original, Ty West. No. no. You, you know what? Stop Ty, trying to be Toby Hooper. Ty West looked down. <laughs> he said no. No. Is he? Is, am I wrong though? Is like he's just trying to be Toby Hooper, right? Like that is his thing. Am well, I wrong? I mean, that was the first movie. This movie, Even this, this is where, one. Like what? I don't know. Is, isn't it just? Like... Isn't it just takes on what happens in X? Is this a continuation of it and with the Gator? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's eaten so, alive. It's Texas Chainsaw. Kinda, yeah. That, that which like... is all in which is X. Yeah. And then Pearl is his. Like, I don't know, love letter to Technicolor. So anyway, uh, Ty West Pearl, 2022. The extraordinary origin story. Trapped on her family's isolated farm, Pearl must tend to her ailing father under the bitter and overbearing watch of her devout mother. Uh Lusting for a glamorous life like she's seen in the movies, Pearls, ambitions, temptations, mm-hmm. and repressions all collide in the stunning Technicolor-inspired origin story of X's iconic villain. See, now I'm talking just like Mia Goth, and I'm I'm being clamored for it. I'm such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, X was whatever. It's fine. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. It exists. Mm-hmm. But then, there, but in the same year, we got Pearl. Pearl they were like, you know what? We we want to fuck with you. And guess what? A twenty four style. We're mm-hmm. going to give you more, and you're going to get Pearl. And it's also going to be a, uh, I don't know, a send up to genre conventions. We're going to have, yeah. um, but it's not going to look right. It's actually going to look completely wrong. The, there should mm-hmm. be matte paintings for skies, not actual farm scenes. I feel, because uh, Pearl's just a simple country bumpkin. Talks like Vegas. Sure she is. And sure uh she is. and then she really cares for her the cow. Is it Charlie yeah, the cow? Something like that. Yeah, yep. a real cute cute cow. Um but she's also something wrong with Pearl. She kills mean? a she kills a goose and stabs it with a pitchfork. For like no reason. Well, cuz she's she's crazy. That's the idea. Yeah. So and then she feeds the goose to a uh, the gator that lives out back that we got introduced to in I... X. I hate the gator. I think it's really dumb. <laughs> you, what, you don't I, like I the the, so the unnecessary like fake out that she's about to like throw her uh, her dad like, to the gator. Her catatonic father to the gator. I so didn't like it in in X. I it came up once or twice in that. I don't like it in this. I think it's stupid. I'm not on board with the da- with the gator. Okay, I'm just saying it. You reject the premise. I don't like it. Okay. It's just me. Anyway, 
RJ's filed his complaint with the gator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Pearl, uh, she's a dreamer. She's just and she's lit, and this is what said in nineteen nineteen. 1918. Yeah. Well, you know what's happening, RJ? It's the Spanish flu, which is just like when the movie's being made, and so people are wearing masks. That's part of it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So anyway, yeah. her husband uh, is is go- gone off to World War One, mm-hmm. and he hasn't come back yet. So he got, she basically got married to this guy, and he immediately took off to the war. And so she's kind of been left behind. She thought she was going to get off of the land, off of the farm and do something more exciting. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. And now she's still stuck there with catatonic dad and her uh, very severe German mother who is very serious, very religious, and expects nothing but, I don't know, a, a non-existence of a life. You will do these things that I ask. That is right, Pearl. I will slap you around when you fail me. Very, very in depth. So, but she does abscond from the farm every once in a while and goes on a bike uh, and goes to see the pictures, watches some old musicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this handsome projectionist that just started there. New Superman, the... Jarrett. Yeah. Is that who that is? That's the new Superman. J- David Corin Sweat. Yep. What a Henry, name. Henry Cavill Light, some have I said. Guess, you know, well, okay, I, I did not realize that. Um, he does okay. have Superman look. He does. Yeah. He, he's well, got. He's hey. actually got a pretty big frame, okay. and he's got the the spin. Sick, sick, RJ. That's a good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he's a good Superman. He'll yes, be good. He, he will yep. be. He will be. I'm, I'm. I'm here for it. Oh wow! This. <laughs> this. This. So this. Yeah. This. Cor. Corn sweat. Wet. Yeah, it's, it's not the best custom. name, but. Ball sweat, I guess, would be worse. Uh, it's somehow I, worse. Somehow, somehow worse. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Pearl. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so she wants to get off the farm. She's a little. She's a little crazy, and everyone mm-hmm. kind of knows there's something off with her. She's not just this little like sweet as pie um, young lady. Go, she likes oh, to. Do, she, she lives in a fantasy world. She fucks scarecrows in the middle of the field. And I was thinking. Oh, I was like, oh man, Archie's gonna hate this movie. This uh-huh. is like this is reflecting skin all over again. Mm-hmm. Too a little too much a little transgression going on, and for like artlessly and pointlessly, Archie's gonna be like, oh, he's gonna be mad. He's gonna be real mm-hmm. mad about Pearl. Um, particularly when like when her big ambition is that there's like a church group that's putting together like a dancing show uh, to go around to the community um, for the effort, you know, the war effort. Mm. And bring up and when sorry Christmas it's for Christmas she wants to be in I want to do it Ma I'm we'll see what I can do but we all know that's not going to go great because we've all seen X mm-hmm. it's like you're going to grow up to be a weird old lady that's horny yeah. that's yes. your that's what's going to happen that these prequels it's just like Texas Chainsaw you already know like what's mm-hmm. more basically going to happen you know people are in real danger when they're hanging out with Pearl. We get the callbacks to X. You know, we get to see the barn in its heyday. You get to see the basement again. So it's you're you get to like see it, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's neat. Yep. It's like it's the same creative team. So you have Ty West, Mia Goth. Like they're the thorough line, and they're telling the story. There's, I think I'm not sure if Mia Goth wrote X as well. I think she was involved. She was a producer so, for sure. So 
Uh, she was on the second one, but she was not. She was not on X, but mm. I guess her her and Ty West just hit it off so much Elevated. that they began they began to collaborate, and then she mm-hmm. became a, an executive producer and co wrote the movie, which yeah. I'm sure she wrote her monologue at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, yeah, things go bad for the family because Pearl mm. Pearl's like got to act she wants to be she wants to get off the farm and live a life but she's just not well mm-hmm. um anyway she she bangs the projectionist mm-hmm. he goes back home with the projectionist and he goes whoa why is there a rotting pig carcass on your mm-hmm. deck there's something real weird about this and it's it's kind of like oh yeah i i got to go I don't know. Uh, she's like, "What do you mean? Am I going to see you again? Why do you get so cold?" Because she knows. Like, she's not stupid. Mm-hmm. She can see when people are blowing her off, and she doesn't take it well, mm-hmm. um, violently. And then, yeah, she's got a uh, her sister in law character, yeah. uh, who is also auditioning for the same part in, in the church group, in the church traveling group. And you know, you know, she's going to get the part. That's not going to go well with Pearl. Pearl ain't going like that. But we, we get this, like, attempt at, um, I don't know, a big celebration of music. Like mm-hmm. It's like the, in the cornball way that movie makers do it. We're like, oh, it's just like the Technicolor films I always loved that I don't. But it's going to be just like that, and it's going to look wrong. It's not going to make – it's just going to piss me off. It's going to piss Jared off because I just go – I just get checked right out, and I go, I know what they're going for. It's just not working. It's not con- dancing. It's not convincing me. Well, this is like yeah, yeah, nineteen twenties dancing. So anywho, uh, then the movie wraps up. People are dead, and then you're just like Pearl, and then she smiles. Bye, gu- well, then her, gumption. And then her husband comes home, and then she smiles at the camera because now she's um, Billy Duvall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then yeah. she then she has her big monologue. One that's one shot. The joke. That's the joke. And you go, Pearl. Pearl is some real swirl. I I've heard some people describe it. Swirl, as like in to- like toilet, as in toilets R- potentially. RJ. That's the joke. So it's another success for A twenty four in my books. What do you think, RJ? It's exactly what I expected it to be. <laughs> I am on record as not being a Ty West man. He almost fooled me with that House of the Devil. And then I watched that ghost movie one and I went, huh? I said, what is this about? Oh, the the innkeepers? Yeah, I watched that and I went, wait a minute. What is that about? And then I watched, um, I don't know if there was another one in between. VHS? And then I watched that VHS and I said, oh, that's what he's going to hey, contribute? Do, do you remember The Sacrament? Who could forget The Sacrament? Which one is that in? That, well, that's the movie. Uh, his 99-minute movie about Jonestown. Oh, I have not seen that. But it's like fake Jonestown. And then there was, he also has a, comp, uh, a contribution to the ABCs of Death. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I've seen parts of ABCs of Death. but. And when his career got kicked off with Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever and the roost which jared's a big fan of never um, seen i've wanted and... to because oh well, i so, thought you cause... watched the roost this month no um oh, you yeah watched so... the kook or whatever that movie was 
The what? Yeah, it's got a really similar poster. Um, the fuck is that? I'll find it. I got your list here. Hold on. Okay. It's not the kook, <laughs> but it's it's something it's something really similar to that, and it's also kind of like the roost. What the fuck was that thing that you watched? No. Maybe you didn't watch that movie. Yeah. I feel like it was in your list at one point, but maybe no. Not. No, this is like yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Fault. But... Yeah, these are like memory. Oh, demons implants. rook. Oh, yeah, that's For completely. Some... That's a totally yeah, different I, poster. I, I know, I know. That's what I was thinking of, though. But anyways, yeah, I uh, um, last house of the devil, I was like, all right, and then I watched Innkeepers, and I went, oh, and then I watched Axe, and I went, oh, and I remember everybody shitting their fucking pants. It's the new horror vision. It's Toby Hooper's back, baby. He's been reincarnated. Yeah. And then I watched Pearl, and I went. Uh huh. The A twenty four tattoos came alive. I know there's some asshole out there wearing a pearl hat who thinks it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's a the fedora, hat. and it says pearl on it. And you go, <laughs> oh shit, or a top hat mm. or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't really like Ty West. I didn't really like X. I thought it was super stupid, like goofy. I was just like horny old people i was like is that what i know some people are like oh it's so good it's about repressed sexuality and it's like sure sure it is and uh, and, and old people being horny yeah. um and then i watched pearl and i was just like yeah all right there's so all much right. stuff in it that i didn't like like i i really don't like the gator i think it's stupid it's like i get it you fucking love eating alive i understand that uh, I thought the scarecrow sex scene. I was like, okay, all right, all right. Oh, the the decaying pig on the outside or outside the house. I was like, okay, all right. The dance scene, and then even the end when she stages the bodies and the pig is on there. That made me think of Texas Chainsaw also, and I was just like, that's why I'm. I think Ty West wants to be Toby Hooper, and I'm not <laughs> buying it. <laughs> no. I'm not here for it, Jarrett. Um, I know people people fucking love this. Every single review I like I just looked on the first page, every single one, give me a gothy Oscar, give me a gothy Oscar. And it's like she didn't fucking do anything. And this movie's not good. What do you mean, RJ? <clears throat> you know exactly what Where I mean. where's my Oscar, Mom? You know exactly what I mean. It's But she's British, so it's even more brilliant. How can she do this this accent? Christian Bale's been right? doing American for 25 years. Where's his Oscar? <laughs> I just saw this, like, one of the movies I clicked on, some director, it's like the most, like, downtrodden looking Christian Bale. Oh, there's going on. Oh, there's it. Rob Engel, he does. Or Robert English. But it's true, <laughs> though. Like, I mean, Christian Bale's been doing it for years, and people go, oh, he's British? And it's just like, yeah, but the first talking point for Mia Goth. Well, oh, do you know she's British? Oh, I saw some Twitter posts about like when people hear Mia Goth and Tom Holland's voices for the real voices for the first time, they'll they'll explode or something. And I'm Tom going, Holland. Don't talk about don't, Christian Bale. Don't care. I don't care. That's Shut what up. I'm talking about here. Shut up. Shut up. All I Shut. gotta say is. I don't know. Check out ch check out the short film We Summoned a Demon on YouTube. That's a, that's good. Oh, is that a good one? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Are we going to hold off talking about more Mia Goth for another uh, week? We got lots. I'd say we could we could do. Do you want to just do Infinity uh, Wars and then end it? Is it end it for the for? <laughs> and then we'll for talk the about. Evening. <laughs> we'll talk about Black Phone next week. I guess. I mean, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't know. Let's let's see how long Infinity Wars goes, and then uh, if I if, I don't if, fucking have I don't have much to say about Infinity Wars. Okay, by, so... by, by uh, Brandon Cronenberg. Okay, uh, when it started, I thought it was a a fun remake of um I know what you did last summer, and then it just turned into uh um who like hedonism bot from uh, Futurama, <laughs> and I was just like, oh okay. Uh, it's, I mean, this is what this guy makes, and it's like, uh, I didn't see, I didn't see it coming, like, what was happening, and then when it happened, I was like, oh, okay, this is exactly the kind of movie this guy makes, and, uh, I thought Infinity Pool was, um, it was fine. I think Possessor and Antiviral are better than Infinity Pool, Mm -hmm. um, but, uh... Oh, Possessor is, like, uh... Definitely the the best uh, Brandon yeah. C movie. Brandon, but I think Antiviral is better than this one. Also, um, I'd say it's. About I mean, the that movie's place. not perfect either. But yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about Alexander Skarsgård where it's like mm-hmm. they're they're pushing him so hard to be this huge star, and it's like I see why. Like he's this big handsome man, but at Whoa. the same time, it's like well, you know, he's big, tell, big handsome tell, man. Tell, tell, tell me how you really feel. Well, there's a there's a close up um, penis scene in this. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I know goth it's not jerking his. off that silicone penis and get some cum. Yeah, mm-hmm. some onanism. Yeah. My yeah. goodness, hedonism bot. That's what these movies are. So yeah. So what's this movie about? We didn't. Even, so this. Movie, I mean, do we even need to find out what kind of creature yeah. you really are? While study, oh, sorry, while staying at an isolated island resort. It's like mm-hmm. a different country. Mm-hmm. Uh, James and M are enjoying a perfect vacation of pristine beaches, exceptional staff, and soaking up the sun. But guided by the seductive and mysterious Gabby, they venture outside the resort grounds and find themselves in a culture filled with violence, hedonism, and untold horror. Mm-hmm. So, in there. yeah, so the movie's about, um, I don't know, Alexander Skarsgård, sort of a hack writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's traveled there with his uh, wife, who's Very fairly well off, I guess. And he gets to hang out with this, the, the, you know, fellow tourists like Mia Goth and her uh, husband, who also is like uh, the rich one, I guess. She's an actor. Mm-hmm. Her, her, her was her strength that she does advertising. Her thing is mm-hmm. that she can she can fail incredibly. She's very good at failing well. So she's like those people. It's like there has to be a better way. So she's that kind of like performer. Very clever, Brandon. So anyway, Brandon Cronenberg got this idea when he traveled somewhere. And he's he like, said, he's like well, look at the absurdity of it all. If we could I would travel with my, travel with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. Uh, so anyway, um they they go off they go off of the resort and when they're coming back, they kill uh, a pedestrian and mm-hmm. then they try to get away with it and uh, they are in a country where you do not do this you do not do any crime because you die mm-hmm. they just kill you uh and you're like whoa <laughs> i guess you 
should have uh, followed the rules. But apparently this weird little like hell country in the middle of nowhere in Europe, mm-hmm. uh, they got a deal. You you pay the right price. They just fucking clone you. Mm-hmm. And then they kill your clone in front of you. Mm-hmm. As, and that's that, justice. And that's justice. So the, the whoever you've wronged, like the family member you've wronged, they, get to they, they sometimes they get to kill you. Um, and so you get a scene where like this little boy just stabs the fuck out of Alexander Skarsgård in front of himself, but Alexander Skarsgård doesn't have like that reaction. He has the Cronenberg reaction, like in Crash, where people go, "Oh, I'm so debased by this, but I'm so horny now, and I'm I'm really turned on by this." And you're like, "Of course they are, because it's uh hedonism, but hedonism." Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's JG. It's a JG Ballard like offcut of an idea. So anyway, it turns out all these people are like, hey, we've outdone it. Yes, now you're initiated into the club. Mm-hmm. And now we'll do lots of naughty things while we're here. And uh, Wait, What kind of weird this stuff? Is, this, is my other, this is my other Mia Goth voice. <laughs> so they, yeah, so they go around, they murder people for a little bit, for fun, funs. And then, of course, when the punishment comes, um, they're cloned, and then they get to watch themselves get killed, and they get to, like, burst out laughing and cheer themselves being killed. And you think, mm-hmm. I would suspect that the government would want to put an end to this, this, this hollow justice system. But there are some times you go to the government, because oh, they're, they're so corrupt here. It's like Mexico. They just let like, anything goes. <laughs> as long as the dollar is right, right? The dollar, yeah, that's right. Um, so, fuck. Uh... And then, of course, Alexander Skarsgård's like, whoa, I'm having a change of heart and all this. But, of course, the hedonists are like, no, you can't. We're going <laughs> to fuck said, you up. They said that would be defeating the game, dude. We're, we're, going, to have a, we're going to have you fight a feral Alexander Skarsgård yeah. <laughs> in the dark. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then everything. And then it's all like, oh, you'll, be, you'll always be changed forever mm-hmm. after this. And you yeah. go, and yeah. Sure, sure. And then the rich people. See you again. See you again next year. (laughs) Isn't it it so so fun? Yeah, I've read that you've uh, been. You've seen it all before, though. I've, as I pointed out, I've read a Clive Barker book before. I know about Mm. sexual sexual hedonism, and uh, I feel like that's what this is. I feel like Brandon Cronenberg read a lot of clive barker and so have you uh yes i have and that's why i recognize it and uh watched a lot of his dad's movies and he said you know what my dad's movies were missing more sex more high or like zoom ins of jerked wings yes 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 and uh, that's what he threw in here like infinity pool is not bad like i was like yeah this is unique or like a unique idea. Um, I just like his other movies more. That's all. That's all. I got you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Infinity Pool's okay. Do you want to talk about Black Phone real quick, and then and then we'll call it for real. We'll call. We'll call it for real. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk will... Black Phone. Yeah. We'll, we'll skip and her. Before we get into it, before we watch this, Jerry was like, "Ah, oh, this is gonna be bad. Everybody hates Black Phone." And you know the lesson that we learned tonight overall. Don't trust anybody. Don't listen well, to fucking anybody. Well, I will say that most people actually do give this three stars, like, pretty yeah. consistently. Mm-hmm. It, well, it, that, yeah, that's it. fair. That's fair. But 
I have to say, I don't really like these Scott Derrickson films very often because we got Usually ourselves. I don't either. From the man who brought us Hellraiser Inferno, Doctor mm. Strange, Sinister, the scariest movie in history, and that one mm. segment in VHS eighty five. Um, that's mm, not that great. Which one? Come, the 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 Manhunter ripoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So out comes the Black Phone, which is based on a Joe Hill short story. Yes, and I can speak to that. It's um, it's a twenty-page short story. It's not yeah. long. It's in Joe Hill's first book. Um, uh, the fuck is it called? It's short story collection. I have it on the twentieth century ghosts. That's what it's called. Oh, it's in there. Uh, or or yeah. a, a telling of this story. Okay, it's like twenty pages. It's a. It starts when the kid's already in the basement, and then it's the phone stuff, and then it's like, what do you do now? Uh, yep. Okay. There you go. That's fine. That's what the short is. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Black Phone. It's the 70s. Joe Hill likes two things. Sure. 70s. Sex crime. And kid abductions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he made a whole book on it once called Nosferatu, which it, it wasn't quite the seventies. Oh 70s, yeah, but that uh, entire book was about child abductions. Yeah, Nosferatu. Yeah, and uh, lots of his short stories are seventies, eighties set because that's when he grew up, and that's what he likes to talk about, kind of thing. So I'm a I'm a Joe Hillsman. I you, uh, yeah I know. Yeah, his most recent short story book I was. Not really a fan of, but uh, I do like the Joe Hill. So there's a short story. Um, there's not a whole lot to it, but uh, they made a whole movie on it, and uh, I think it is a well-made movie. It takes place in the hey, 70s. I, I noticed. I noticed that you uh, originally rated this three stars. A bump. And then when and then and then when I rated it three, it, wa- and it half wasn't because of you. It wasn't because of you. Did I give I, was it, Did I give you the all clear? No, me and Andy were talking about it the next day, and she's like, I liked this and that. And I was like, you know what? I liked this and that, too. And I uh, I bumped her up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I didn't think you were going to like it at all. Uh, okay. So, uh, Interesting. Uh, well, I, well, I mean, not that. Like, I remember before we watched it, you are kind of like, I don't think it's going to be, I don't know if it'll be good or not. And I was like, oh. I, I, went, I went in with pretty low expectations. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I liked... I liked all the stuff in Black Phone. The only thing I think that they didn't need was the uh, physical manifestations of the ghost boys because it's like, I, I can see why they did it. They're like, oh, having just a voice in the on the phone isn't going to be visually stimulate, stimulating enough for people. Let's make this boy a real ghost and throw him in there. And it's like, I, I kind of see why they did it, but it's like, I don't think you needed that. It's like, just let the boy be on the phone and then I think I think you'd be fine. But Right. I like the setup with uh, so you small town America, seventies um, America. It's American. Sub, sub well, not even the suburbs, but it's like the you've seen neighborhoods like this. Not a metropolis. Uh, it's, it's like nineteen. Suburbs, it's something in between. Yeah, it's um, tree of life. Nineteen uh, fifties American like houses, big mm-hmm. yards. Just these sort of like you know bungalows. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just a row after row of them. Not not like just like kind of your I don't know working class neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a living. Just slice the lice. lice. We, 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 get ba- we get baseball. You get some we got baseball. The the, the, the hot alcohol. the hot the hot the the hottest talent. The, mm-hmm. 
Do you get town. baseball, uh, and then immediately the the hot young boy is biking, and a black van approaches, and the then you get hot young boy, the hot young talent, the hot <laughs> young talent boy. Uh, he's uh, he's a we we oh hey this movie had me at black van <laughs> rolling up. I went oh shit. I had no idea what this was about. Like nothing. Oh, no, no. I, I I I went into this blind, and then when I got like black van, I went oh hello. I like this is like this is gr- this is cool and then you, then you get like edgy like opening credits of like missing children and vans and you're like whoa this is like totally my jam <laughs> I, I I like this like they don't really make these movies uh like at all for some reason because it's like uh it's Mystic River RJ yes or is it not Mystic is. River no not Mystic is it uh no what's the other one the other oh, uh, Layhan What's the other Layhan book though? The other uh, part gone, of that. Gone baby gone. What's the other one? There's prayers three of them. Rain? There's five. There's okay. prayers prayers for, the the two that are movies are Gone Baby Gone Mystic River. Uh he has Shutter Island which is Darkness Take My Hand. Darkness Take My Hand. So Darkness Take My Hand. This is the what the, I think I don't know if uh, cuz there's the whole thing about like three. laughing gas cuz that's where they talk about there's like you know guys in the back of a van with mm-hmm. laughing gas. And then you float away, and you never wake up again. Because it's like, oh, there's, like, guys going around kidnapping kids. And that was like, yeah, darkness take my hand. That's where that is, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Black Phone does a little bit of that. Yes, it does. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. That's, what, that's like, horrifying. Because you're mm-hmm. saying, oh, you never see those little boys again. And you don't know what, you don't know where they are. And you're like, not the best way of going out, probably. So, so that's, that, that's, some real, that's real fucking horror to me. Yeah. Like yeah, Not so great. what this is is you get dropped in America in the seventies, and there's a town that is the start of like a missing uh, child like saga of a town, which is something that happened in the states and lots of places, I think. And uh, you get like two or three, and then the kids start talking. It's like, oh, it's the grabber. Uh, you say his name, and he'll he'll show up and he'll grab you. And you get your main protagonist. He's a nice kid. He plays baseball. He's he's pretty good. His dad is um, Faraday. It's like Craig Watson. Yeah. And uh, his dad is an alcoholic dad who beats his kids. And when the kid goes to school, he gets beat up by bullies as well. But why does does he beat them? uh, Because he goes to town on, like, the younger sister. Yeah, because, well, she, he gets pulled out of work. He gives her the belt. But it's not just because it's, yeah, it's not just he got pulled out of work. It's because something happens. He like, sound and the mother. The, it's because she's talking about these dreams she has, and he's like, "Your dreams aren't real. You're just like your mother." And then you go, "Oh, is, is this X Men? Is this some S- Stephen King? Yes. Like his, and his son kids. Joe? They like they're yeah. paranormal kids that have like abilities. They got the mm-hmm. shinning, and mm-hmm. uh, this is this has got some shinning action because otherwise this movie would be real dark." <laughs> Yes, yeah, so she's got the shin in, like, uh, their dead mom, and he's like, you can't do that because eventually it took her kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. Uh, So kid gets beat up sometimes by his dad. He goes to school. He gets beat up by bullies until a tough Mexican kid comes and beats up the bullies for him. Latinx. uh, Latinx. And uh, the kid's just like, hey, man, you got to stand up for yourself. Um, He's like, you can take a whooping pretty good. He's like, you got to start dishing out that whooping. And then uh, that kid gets taken eventually. And then uh, what eventually happens is our uh, hero protagonist, uh, he gets taken by the grabber also. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan Hawke shows up one day and says, "Want to see a magic trick? Here's my balloons." And then <laughs> Ethan Hawke, who uh, who apparently a uh, big fan of uh, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> big he's, fan. He's good in this, like, but he, he doesn't have too much to do. But he's fine. He's good in this. Oh, but he talks. He, he talks like this, and then he does the mean voice, and you're just like, oh yeah. What's well, the mask? It's the persona. That's why the the the, the devil mask changes. Yep. Yeah. Um. So this most of this movie is kid in the basement trying to figure soundproof out soundproof basement soundproof basement. But trying to find his way out. There's, there's a, a phone, phone on the there. wall. There's a black phone that's disconnected and this from is the wall. Very very joe hill that black mm. phone gets calls only from dead people that's right and it, it is so joe hill so many of his stories have like an element classic like that. hill classic hill. like i think a lot of his movies are very straight where it's like child abduction but then there's one supernatural element to it it's like but there's a phone that calls dead people and you're like okay <laughs> you're like all right i'm on i'm on board sure whatever and it's all the kids who were there before, like his uh, his Latinx friend, and uh, the bullies uh, that went in there and died also, and the base the hot baseball stud, hot baseball yeah. stud, not hot boy stud, but the hot baseball boy stud, um, and they're all just like, "This is how he got me. Don't let him get you like that." And then it, he's like, "Oh, the door's unlocked." He's like, "Don't do it." He because he only he wants you to play the game of naughty boy, naughty boy, and then you get scenes of Ethan Hawke. Shirtless. Sitting in the kitchen, shirtless with a mask on, with, with with a belt, waiting for him to come up so he can mm-hmm. do what have you. Um, yeah, so that's fun. That's a great situation to find yourself in. You got a phone that only because yeah, there's these little comments where uh, the the Ethan Hawke character, the grabber, he's like, I can hear the phone ring sometimes too, but no one's ever there. So he's got some latent powers or something or whatever and um the kids well, got the kids, him the kids acknowledge Shannon. it they're like he can hear the phone but he can't answer it yeah 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 so the anyway it's the shinin and mm-hmm. uh yeah he gets a little bit of pro tips on how to mm-hmm. survive this uh scenario uh you get some dumb cops like really really dumb cops i think Real... it's this guy it's probably not him <laughs> yeah oh jeez this guy, if only we would crack this case, let's run across the street from that weird guy we just met. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and then it's like our best good, lead. Is good thing for psychic powers. Yeah, yeah psychic. and then they just hound this girl. Hey, uh, you have any more of them dreams? I like that they like. I like that they're not like doubting of her. They're just like, hey, girl, we know you got premonitions. You got any more? Because we we. We need the help. Like, we, we've tried nothing, and we've run out of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, just tell us about the dreams you have. Uh, no, I think I think it's a well-made movie. I like Ethan mm-hmm. Hawke in it. I like the kid, and it's like I'm a Hillsman. It's like I said, but the only thing I I think it doesn't need is the 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 ghost manifestations. I think you could have left that out, and this would have been just as good. But then, but then you mean, get the, but then you get a training sequence out of it too. That is cool. I do like the training sequence and the one time the boy is kind of like hanging, just like woo. Uh, that that guy's good. But, uh, you know, fuck RJ. Yeah. We didn't talk about me three again. Me three again. Next time. Next yeah. time. We'll yeah. start with that. Yeah, we'll lead with me three again next, which is okay. another Blumhouse. 
Plum. Plum. I will say, Andrea watched Knock at the Cabin, Black Phone, and Mithrigan all with me. Black uh-huh. Phone was her favorite out of all three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She liked that one the most. And I think she was pretty even on Mithrigan and uh, uh, Knock at the Cabin. She was kind of like, meh. She's like, yeah, she was, I could see she was getting drawn in for both of those movies, but at the same time, she's like, Man, I don't like that they did this. And I was like, yeah, I understand. I understand. <laughs> like in all, like in the first 10 minutes of Knock of, the, Knock of the Cabin, she's like, I think they went about this wrong. And I was like, oh yeah. And uh, she had her ideas, but uh, yeah, Black Phone was her, uh, her preferred of those three. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, Black I, Phone's good. I, I, I'd agree, because... Uh, yeah. Black Phone's good. I've seen all three of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. I would like more Joe Hills of his good stories. Well, really. that hor- that Horns movie stunk real bad. So If we'll they see. ever did make heart-shaped box, I don't think they will. But if they ever did, that would be pretty good. But maybe it is short stories that are good. Like Black Phone, I, like, I, I did 20th Century Ghosts, and I... Uh, I liked reading that book, but uh, Black Phone was not my favorite story in that. Not even close. Hmm. There was one well, in there I, I really liked, but I don't think you could make it a movie. It was called Pop Art. It was about a kid who was inflatable, and eventually he like floats away. And uh, I really liked it. <laughs> I really <laughs> liked it, but it's it's not a movie. It's it's no. nothing. It's like that's a that's a short film. At most, like an eight minute or or something. Yeah, but, uh, that's all it needs to be. Yeah, I don't know. Nosferatu was a TV show. I never, I never checked it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Fireman is Joe Hill's uh, The Stand, um, but not, but less good. <laughs> but not good. But not good. Awesome. Well, no, it's not bad. It's just it's less good. Less hey, good. did you? Uh, I don't know if you saw the very last thing I just logged. Uh, I don't recording. know if I did. It's a, it's a short film, uh, it a short film uh, called Slut from 2014. Okay. Uh, this is from, this is director Chloe Acuno, who is, who is uh, the director who brought us Ratma. Oh, is this on YouTube? Yep. And uh, her, she's Wait, a how do I search this, though, that it doesn't look like I'm just searching sluts on YouTube? You don't. Well, you just make sure you type in 2014. Okay. Okay. Let me see. This is uh, eighteen minutes long. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not it's not a little filler. Okay. Wait. I just turned it on so it's in my thing and I, I just got blasted with sound. Okay. Of course you did. Okay. Now now what I gotta ask is there any ratmas in this? There is not. This is uh, th- this is gonna fall. This is like the part of the the alone slash black phone. Uh, it's about survival. Okay. At the end of the day, yeah. and uh, fucking up bad dudes. Are there are the bad dudes shirtless? Mm, not in this one. Okay. On this one, it's not Ethan Hawke with his mask. Something out of a Scott Snyder comic. Oh, big time! Did you see Scott Snyder post that picture of Tom Hardy? And he's like, I've been waiting to post this for a long time. So apparently Scott Snyder's writing a, a, a comic with Tom, Tom Hardy. But Tom Hardy didn't like to be around people. He doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think he just sends, uh, sends Scott Snyder the notes. He's like, I thought this would be a good comic there, bro. 
then uh that and then he went that's that's bite that's bite bite no dialogue just like mm-hmm. the alien movie well no dialogue. rj i'm gonna end things i'm gonna end yeah. it all i'm thinking of ending things Let's this, do is it. Gonna, this is gonna be a hefty one it's okay we talked about all of texas chainsaw it's good we did okay well folks one more cool school next week to ring in november 1st terrific it's the best all right well a happy a happy spooktacular to you sir and to our listeners mm-hmm. and there'll be more of this crap next week i mean brilliance i mean jared's probably gonna watch 40 more movies in the next six days so nah oh, that'll be tough that'll be tough to do but he'll do it nah no. <laughs> i'll be like if i watch one after this Okay. <laughs>